All right. Welcome to the show. This is episode number two. Welcome back. Two Cops, One Donut. Two Cops, One Donut, baby. Um, I believe our first episode will be ready to go shortly. Uh, we did a lot of editing. Um, computer's running good. Sounds Only good. took about 14 restarts. Uh, but it works now. It, it works now. So we had a little bit of a crisis before uh, we got you on the show. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was trying to start my computer up and... It just kept giving me the blue screen. Now, we talked about before that it's from like 2009. Yeah. I think I was in eighth grade. Yeah. So I kind of forgot. Like, I, I, you'll hear me say a lot that I have a bad memory. And this one, because I forget that I tell you I have a bad memory, mm. which makes sense. I know why I have a bad memory. And that's because of football. But I don't uh, know how you get punched in the head. I'm, I'm going to blame genetics and hockey. Hockey's <laughs> uh, even and, worse. Yeah, and martial arts. Um but, uh, yeah, so I forgot why I quit using this computer in the first place. I quit because it would randomly just stop, like, booting up. Like, it would boot up to, like, the login screen and just freeze. So, which tells me um, in my limited technology. Outdated. I, I think the hard drive is, like, on its last leg. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's really bad for me. So I was uh, I was in a very angry place before you got here. Yeah. <laughs> so mad. I'm glad I was stuck in traffic. I mean, for 35 I'm, minutes. And then I got my mother texting me like, "When's your episode gonna be on? I know you guys are done with it." <laughs> da 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 da. Yeah. And I was waiting for this thing to come in mm -hmm. before we could, you know, I was trying to make that. Uh, this, this. By the way, work shout of out, art. Shout out to turnedyellow.com. Turnedyellow.com. That's ridiculous. Um, they don't. I'm not. They're not paying me to advertise or anything like that, but. These guys put this thing together for like a hundred bones. I mean, and they work of art. I grew up with The Simpsons, uh, and you know what? I, I accept this version of me. I don't know why you don't have a badge. I think it's kind of funny. Um, I noticed it when I walked in, but I wasn't gonna say nothing. Yeah, I so. I, I didn't notice until like <laughs> after I'd already approved the final version, ah. which I know they'd fix it if I went back to it. But I, you could tell we're cops, dude. I can fix it. Yeah, I mean, I'm not that mad at it. You no, know? I, I'm. I, I think it's awesome that they got my, my perfect body. I like your and that picture. I and like my the, hair. the pointed hair. <laughs> yeah, that is completely you. Uh, That's awesome. I, yeah, dude, it's fun. Yeah. It's just fun. I think it's cool. And I grew up with The Simpsons. You know, I love Chief Wiggum. Yeah, the funny. Version. You you have to like actually see this in person, to appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. If you're just listening, it's uh, <laughs> please. We will have a YouTube channel. We will have uh, Facebook, all the social, Instagram, medias, all the things, snaps, yeah, whatever, Tinder, <laughs> Tinder, I Tinder. I don't know if that would work. I don't know. I I haven't been in the dating game <laughs> since high school, God. Uh, so I don't know. I don't think I've ever works. been in the dating game, bro. That makes sense. Let me see what this button does real quick. I don't know what that just did, but I know we've used it and every time. And we're off air. Yeah, yeah. I know we've used it every time. Okay, so uh, I just got back from Mexico. Good deal. How'd it go? Uh, it went good. We went to Puerto Vallarta for a high school friend's wedding. So it, um, destination I wedding. haven't seen this uh, female since... I went into the military in like 06. Mm. So now my wife, however, we're both friends. We both went to high school together. Went to high school with her. Right on. So um, she invited 
about, I don't know how many she invited, but so your wife got invited. Yeah, my wife got invited. Yeah. I mean, technically I was invited too because we're high school friends. But um, 76 people showed up. I mean, why why not? Who shows up? 76 people? I ain't got that kind of money in my family. It was a destination wedding. That's why. Don't get me wrong. It wasn't. It was like 1,200 bucks for both of us to total. For how many days though? Five. That's not bad. That's... And the place was at like 50% capacity. So there's like hardly anybody there. Oh, so you had the run of the place. Yeah. Like we own the pool, the main pool. Um, We stayed at the Hard Rock. That's always the best. You know, it's a little dated. But if it wasn't for Margaritaville, the place that you can come to like here in Texas. Right. We had the run of the entire resort. It's like five families. Margaritaville is a real place. Yeah. Not just a song? It's not just a song. I've seen the restaurant. I, I was like, we're going to where? Uh, something Azul. But they canceled and they're putting us in Margaritaville. Azul. Isn't that from Ghostbusters? Uh, no. No? I Azul. thought Azul was like the bad guy. Oh, no. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. The, uh, <laughs> isn't, that, isn't that the uh, like dog monster? Yeah, yeah. Are you? The little yeah, demon yeah. dogs? Oh, yeah. my God. But Nightmares. Presidential suite upgraded for free. What? Oh. We were like one of five. Yeah. What state was this in? Uh, this was Cancun, Mexico. Oh, this was so, Mexico. So you didn't get president upgrade. You got El Presidente. Presidente. See, Heck yeah, man. And I, I promise you, I put money on it. We were the first couple to ever stay in that room. That's how clean this place was. It's freaking ridiculous. Nice. And so I wasn't too upset. But, I mean, Margaritaville, you can... You can go to in Houston, like even. Oh in, yeah, yeah, right. yeah, okay. Yeah, so. Well, I'll tell you, if you want to win me over fast, it's customer service, and I'll give mm. the Hard Rock credit on this. Like, we had we did a, a catamaran uh, tour, it was like mm-hmm. four hours. Right on. My man swam with six beers in his hand out to the people, bringing beers to these people. I'm like, my man was jacked. I was like, okay. He swims a lot. He's yeah. got this down. Did he like, have a cool name though, or was it like your typical? Was his name Juan? Uh, they all had kind of creative names. Octavio. Um, one Pepe was one, <laughs> which I know that wasn't his real name. Yeah. Um, one was called. Um, it was funny. Uh, Choo Choo or Chen 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 C H E N C H E N Chen Chen. Different. Um. They're very entertaining. Oh, for sure. Uh, very, uh, you know, never let you not have food, not oh. have a drink. Always just attentive. That's the culture, man. Always trying to feed you, man. And, uh, and you know, they depend on the oh yeah for sure the tourist attractions mm-hmm. and stuff. So for sure, they for sure take it serious. It was a great time though. I I had fun. I for the money and because it was for a friend, like. I want even more secluded when it's just the wife and I, mm-hmm. but that that was that was worth so, it. So, do you mind taking like two minutes to clarify for those people who don't know and who haven't traveled with the COVID restrictions? Oh yeah, so um, getting out of country easy, okay? No COVID test required, um, nothing to oh. go to Mexico. However, to get back, you have to have... We got a COVID test right there on the resort. Was it right when you got there or like two days later? No. It was... Bef- you had to have it three days prior to leaving. Oh, okay. 
So, I mean, technically, yeah, it was like the second day we got there. We had to get it done. Perfect. And my man, I swear, he swabbed my brain. Oof. He went in the nose, <laughs> and he's laughing, and he's like, Ah, senor, I, uno, <laughs> dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, ha, 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 seis, siete. And I'm like, oh, man, I started gagging. The Mexican Count Dracula. Uh, <laughs> I started gagging. I can't I can't deal with that uh, stuff. So, But at least you got drinks and food afterwards, so oh, it yeah. wasn't like you were oh, violated. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, don't get it twisted. It was, yeah. it was a good time. So, no, but it made me happy that they were like, you know, if you don't, if you test positive, you're, well, one, you got to stay. Oh, twist my arm. Yeah. I'll stay in a hotel room. Yeah. You know, so, but yeah, yeah, before you get back in the country, you definitely have to get tested. Mm-hmm. Um, but Mexico to the U.S., U.S. to Mexico, very easy. Sweet. Transition. So uh, if anybody's out there, it's like, you know, I don't want to go during the pandemic. It, trust me, everything at that resort was cleaned and cleaned again and I mean, I mask was, everywhere. I, they um, are on top of their crop. I obviously, you're not wearing a mask in the pool. Right. Or out on the beach. But anywhere indoors, mm-hmm. um, any confined spaces where you can't maintain distance very well. Then. Which you take off once you sit down. Yeah. Like, oh, did, yeah. You, did they clean your feet yeah, too? It, oh, yes. yes. They did. Totally. They have a mat with like this green liquid in there. Yep. Like slime. Clean your feet. Yeah. Brush it. So, wash your hands. Yeah. Everything, dude. They're on top of their stuff. Yep. And they had like a, a badass camera. Where you walk in and you look like the predator screen, when, mm-hmm. you know, like predator oh, view, nice. and yeah. you're looking, and I could see my sunburns and all that stuff. <laughs> right. So, oh, I got sunburned bad. I bet. Yeah, it was horrible. But you know, uh, I think it's time to get serious and, and get into the the root of this this show. Um, topic of discussion. The topic of discussion. Um, since this is the second episode, I'll introduce myself again. I'm Eric Levine, and I am Jose Zenteno, and we are current present police officers out in the world um and we are going to give you our perspective on all things law enforcement involved and and we're eventually going to branch out from there um and i like to throw this disclaimer out with these newer shows that Mm -hmm. we would love to divulge full uh unedited uh, open open you know versions of what we want to say but we are employed, and we have rules of our own that we have to follow. We can't make our departments look bad. We can't, we can't violate our, our general orders or our policies or anything like Definitely that. Definitely not so doing that. So. We're not going to do that, <laughs> um, and we're going to be very careful not to. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, we can still give our perspective mm-hmm. and uh, just be tasteful and, and respectful of how we give it. And most importantly, just open as possible. Yes. Is that it? People realize that we are humans too, and we do yeah. have families, and we do. Yep. Have... we're trying to bridge the gap <laughs> with the communities out there, yep. and 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 have random discussions like we're having right now. Yeah, you know, this really well, this, this whole first part had nothing to do with do police this work for hours. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, today's topic, sir, training, training, yes. training. Yeah, so Very we, important. We talked about community policing, mm-hmm. um, and I think that's a good transition into mm-hmm. training. Uh, Very important part. So. Training. Uh, what What is it to citizens? What is it to other people? Now, I remember what it was like to be a citizen. I remember what it was like mm-hmm. to not even like police, you know, mm-hmm. uh, at one point. Training. Oh, we got to go sit in a meeting for 30 minutes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so training. We're going to we're going to try to primarily stick to just the academy today. Yeah. Um, we'll get we'll get into the other training later. But the, whenever a cop gets in trouble, the root of the issue always comes back to Training. training. 
and the biggest bulk of their training is the academy. Mm -hmm. Now, it varies all over the nation, but the content itself is generally the same. So, and what I mean by that is in, you know, Snuffyville, you know, Texas, mm -hmm. it's four months for their academy. Mm -hmm. And then if you go to, uh, let's say, Clevelandville, uh, Arizona, mm -hmm. I'm just making up cities, yeah. and they've got a two-and-a-half-month program if you've got military time, mm -hmm. which, let's face it, just because you're in the military doesn't mean you know how to be a cop. Necessarily be a cop, yeah. Uh, and then you go to a state police academy where it's like six to seven months somewhere Would you say else. the bigger the city, the longer the academy? Yeah, uh, I, 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 think, I think so. In my experience, I don't want to say that's true for all. Right. But in general, I think the bigger the city, because they have more money yeah. to put towards it, True. Um, it, it typically is longer. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what the magic number is, but for everything that is expected of cops, I don't think four to six months is enough time. No. Um, I've gone through a four-month academy. I've gone through the military mm -hmm. uh, credit where you only go... It, I went to this academy for six weeks. How'd that work? Yeah. <laughs> what did yeah. you learn in six weeks? I, I learned later in life that I didn't know a lot of shit. <laughs> so... Um, That's me right now. It's one of those <laughs> things you didn't want to admit at the time. Yeah. You're like, oh, I'm a cop now. Yeah. I'm ready. And... Uh, Fast forward, luckily I didn't do anything stupid. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I wasn't ready. I was yeah. not ready. And uh, and then you got like the academies that, that we're going through is eight months. And I think which that is just longer got longer now. It's yeah, like I, nine think, months. I think it's nine or ten yeah. months, which I'm not mad at. Um, what are the expectations from people? What do they expect you to learn out in the academy? That's a really good question because you hear, oh, they only had X amount of training. You see these a lot in comments mm -hmm. and, and what people, you know, right. use as an argument. And it's like, right. well, what specifically do you want that's right. already provided? Yeah. So one of the things that I, I like to, to, to point at is if I'm going to be a specialized worker somewhere that requires a four year degree, we're talking four years of training. Mm -hmm. Now, if anybody knows anything about a, a four year degree, bachelor's degree, you got to take prereqs at the beginning. What do those prereqs have to do with your actual job? Not a damn Nothing. thing. But it's supposed to make you more well-rounded, mm -hmm. more academic, okay? Can't fight the system on that. Mm -hmm. I didn't design it, and I got no control. There's no no voting just, on that. We just fall in line. Yeah. <laughs> Pay that money, yeah. get that piece of paper, right? So then you got two years that are supposed to go towards what you're going to learn or, or what you're going to do for a living. Mm -hmm. Now... When you get out to that job, do they expect you to know how to do it? Does anybody expect a, a college grad to come into their job and know what the hell they're doing? No. Nope. I don't I don't think so. No. Nope. Okay. So now let's compare that to police work. Here's what you're supposed to know. Mm -hmm. You're supposed to know the law. You're supposed to know your weapons. And mm -hmm. when I'm talking about weapons, gun, taser, mm -hmm. uh, pepper spray, yeah. baton, uh, and then your your martial arts. Mm -hmm. um, some people don't like calling it martial arts, grappling, hand-to-hand -hand combat, whatever you want to call it. Uh, control tactics, defensive tactics. Mm -hmm. So you're supposed to know that. Uh -huh. Then you got to know, then you got to have good fitness. Mm -hmm. Okay, so it's meat and potatoes, but the more south you go or the more north you go, um, now you got to know language. So mm -hmm. up north, French, 
uh, is a big one. And then down south, obviously, his, his Spanish. Spanish, um, yeah. I almost said his Spanish. That's not a word. I would have rolled with it, bro. Yes, I appreciate it. Good partner. Um, <laughs> and then you got multiculturalism. So, you know, you know how this job is. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I didn't know anything about the Hispanic culture until I got down here. Right on. Uh, and I messed up a lot because mm-hmm. I didn't realize how male-dominated right. the family dynamic mm-hmm. is. So you go talking to the the, mm. the female spouse yeah. first mm-hmm. on a heated domestic. And they're sitting and, there quiet, timid, don't want to talk to you, don't want to yeah. look you in the face. And oh, you yeah. just you just disrespected the, the, the husband the, and the his The matriarch of the family. Yeah. 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 So you've got that aspect. And, mm. that, and that's just one. I mean, yeah. I just, you go to these Asian communities, Middle Eastern communities, all these different communities. Mm-hmm. So the multiculturalism is a big deal. Yeah. Uh, 21st century policing, that's a new one. Uh, newer. It's been around a while. That was back mm-hmm. since Obama. Uh, so 21st century policing. Mm-hmm. Um, agree with it, disagree with it. Doesn't matter. It's there. That's you got to know it. Yeah. Uh, crisis intervention training, mm-hmm. that's a new one. You got excited delirium. You've got mental health crisis, mm-hmm. um, really drug big, overdoses. Really big hot topics right now. Yeah, and, and you got to know <clears throat> the difference between those. Um, mm-hmm. So mental health uh, animals, people don't think about it with police, but <laughs> you got a snake in your car. Yep. The first one that's going to show up is usually us. Yeah. Um, I don't mind snakes, but some animals I've been a little in over my head. Uh, you had any bad experiences it with is, animals? I, I was about my comment was we're not, we're not. What is it? Wranglers, rustlers, cow. We're not. None of us are cowboys just because we're from right. Texas. Uh, we don't. We've never handled snakes. We're not uh, right. herpetologists, if I'm saying that right. Um, sure. So it's just. I don't know. have herpes. So. And then who? Yeah. <laughs> and then who, aside from, uh, regardless if you're a cop or not, who wants to deal with a rabid dog? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't yeah. even do that out of uniform. So Dude, I've been trapped on my own patrol car for like 20 minutes because <laughs> yeah. a pack of hood dogs. You know what I'm talking about, yeah. too. The ones that eat bologna. There's this, uh, oh, yeah. The hood packs, man. They, I don't know what it is going some of the worst parts of the neighborhood. There's all these dogs that just yeah. aren't taken care of or, or just abandoned. Yeah. And they group together just like a natural pack of dogs. They're all mad for no reason. And, just, uh, and, well, I mean, they got a reason. Yeah. They, they got nobody loving them. Yeah. So... Uh, so First aid. I mean, we're expected yeah. to be medical, mm-hmm. you know, responders out there. Uh, I do my best. I'm not the best medical guy. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I can help stop you from bleeding. I, I was about to um, say, I, I can help you stop bleeding. I, don't, I, I can't put a broken bone back together. Nope. I can't. I, I, ain't, I can't put I your can, eye back in. Do my best to, to yeah. revive you. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. Um, uh, can't help you with your, your mental health crisis with uh, drugs. There's, I've, I've had that happen. Can mm-hmm. you give me my meds? Oh, mm-hmm. no. I can't. I can't. <laughs> I've only I've only had one excited delirium case and because it was harped on so much in the academy, yeah. like it yeah. I was like You recognize excited it. Excited delirium. Yeah. Like we need MedStar here fast. Yeah. yeah. Sweaty, naked guy, she, not making sense. She was uh, it was a lady. No, it was she a lady. was up here. Yeah. And I, I mean I think at one point she was charged with abuse of nine one one. Oh. Because she kept calling 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 and then when you get there to help yeah she thought you were there against her and it wasn't yeah oh so, okay yeah um narcotics we're supposed Ooh. to be drug experts mm-hmm. you know you what is this substance it looks like oregano to me yeah. i don't know but 
maybe due to your training due to your training and experience. Maybe yeah. it's a green leafy substance. Yeah. That <laughs> I would most commonly refer to as yeah, marijuana. Marijuana. Uh, so uh, driving, we're supposed to be like expert NASCAR, NASCAR drivers, drivers <laughs> like John Wick. Well, with John Wick's car got pretty messed up. I don't know if he's the best driver. Oh, I got one better. Uh, Fast and Furious. Yeah. Yeah, we're supposed to be fast and Paul Pierce. Walker and Vin yeah. Diesel. Yeah. Or Dom. Dom. Yeah. Like, such a uh, great series. All 1,500 of them. Uh, I love yeah. them all. I think that's ever going to go away. I hope not. Um, and then uh, inclement, inclement weather. Mm-hmm. Um, let's face it. We have There's tornadoes that. where we're at. Um, short, short story. I am terrified of two things, tornadoes and spiders. Um, so I'm new, cut loose. Mm-hmm. Tornado goes off. I'm looking. I was already. I was already aware that there was weather warnings mm-hmm. or watches. So I'm keeping an eye, and I'm having a quiet panic attack in my <laughs> patrol car because I'm. Be okay. I'm by be myself, okay. and I'm sitting here thinking like, Ah, we're in a city. Like tornado ain't gonna come this way. But what if it does? What do I do? I have no clue. And as I'm thinking that tornado warning, mile and a half away, I. Freak, freak out. out. I get on the radio. Where do I go? I don't even use my call sign. <laughs> Where, do, Where I do I go? go? I don't even use my call sign. I am freaking out. Where do I go? Sergeant gets on the radio. Levine, where are you at? I'm over here. And I was like, I, where do I go? I don't know where to go. And he's like, go to the mall. Go to the parking garage. Lights, sirens, boom, gone. I get there. And there is like six other patrol cars already sitting under there. So they knew. Laughing at me. <laughs> I show up to work to roll call like the next three months. And they I would let you see, live it down. Like there's like Twister video oh. in my, my, my box. There was like the picture of the cows getting spun around in the tornado oh. all around. So yeah, the guys let me have it. Um, and when I say guys, you know, females and males, I just call everybody guys. Mm-hmm. I think it's not a Midwest thing. Yeah. I do the same. I oh, do. You? I, I hear a lot of southerns, y'all. Yeah, y'all, you know, y'all. That too. Um, or folks. Or, but then I do hear people from up north saying that use my Texas accent is really bad. I I can't oh, hear yeah. it. Oh yeah. Is yeah. It? Yeah. You got one. Uh. I wouldn't say it's the worst, but you do have one. And uh-huh. I get I get it just the opposite down here. Oh wow. Uh. Because I say pop and I say hockey and mm. whatever other weird milk. Like I guess I pronounce. Milk with milk, a, but you know what? With an as, e. As kids, we used to say that, and you didn't, we didn't really realize we were saying that until like people were making videos about it, right? And I was like, "Damn, I actually did say it like that." But I yeah. can't drink milk because I'm lactose intolerant, and that's neither here nor there. Oh, okay. It's old age. My wife's that way too. Yeah, old age. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I love milk. I can't do it. I drink man. it all the time, bro. <laughs> love it. Um. So yeah, uh, there are. A whole bunch more things. And, and I was an academy instructor for three years. Um, yeah. You know, and I can tell you there's there's a lot of expectations from you to learn when you get out of the academy. So you got these expectations. Now, I, I want to break it down into, um, first off, paramilitary versus collegiate. Some people don't want their police being treated like military. Mm-hmm. They want it more like a college campus. Mm-hmm. Um, however, you, you're a paramilitary organization because mm-hmm. when shit hits the fan and riots happen, or if somebody fights me or somebody runs, we have to go into 
that act mode yeah. and discussed that just yesterday. You got to be it's you, you got to be know both. What you signed up for it and you got to be able to turn it on. Right. So you got to have that switch. Yeah. Um and it's hard. It's a hard balance because I want to give everybody the benefit of the doubt. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um one this is this ain't everybody guys, but me personally, I don't want to arrest people because that's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. It's a pain in the butt. Yep. You know? We said that last episode. You yeah. can beg people not to go to jail. Yeah. I'm not being lazy. If you got to go to jail, you got to go to jail. Yeah. But if I'm can. in that discretionary zone, yeah, and I can be as discretionary as I I feel necessary, mm-hmm. I'm gonna use discretion. Yep. I'm gonna try to be as creative as I can mm-hmm. to let's talk, let's discuss, let's figure mm-hmm. out a solution that works for both of us. Yep. And let's get the f out of here. However, um, I will do that work if I need to. Yeah. Uh, and. Uh, the work I'm currently doing is very, very. I mean, we're arresting two, four people a week. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, just the nature of the beast. Uh, patrol though is different. Mm-hmm. Patrol is different. Um, so you got to have that paramilitary, that paramilitary, paramilitary side, uh, and then the collegiate side. So then the balance is how tough do you want your academy to be? Mm-hmm. Now, to me, collegiate is. When you're testing, it's multiple choice. It's fill in the blank. Mm-hmm. It's true or false. Uh, it's story problems. Um, it's scenario based. Mm-hmm. That's collegiate. That mm-hmm. is hitting every damn aspect aspect of of learning. I can hit audibly, uh, ki- kinesthetically, um, visual, visual, audio, kinetic vision. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at me, big words. Heck yeah. So big, um, big word Monday. Shout out to Wheeler. Heck yeah. Got me all learned up. Anyway. Um, <laughs> So you got all these aspects of, of learning, but the streets need bodies. The cities put a lot of money into people mm-hmm. and they start to tip, tip that, that balance. Mm-hmm. Like we need bodies. Let's get rid of, uh, story problems. Let's get rid of, uh, true or false. Let, let's just, let's just, you know what? Let's just make it, you know, multiple choice, which Ninety nine point nine percent of all my tests were multiple choice. Yeah, yeah. So, so, and, and it wasn't for me. Huh. It, it wasn't. It changed a lot because of our needs. Yeah. Um. And in other departments I worked, mm-hmm. it was also just multiple choice. Mm-hmm. And when you get into that realm, there's the balance, and then then you get a, a officer that gets in trouble, and they're like, "All right, check his training records," and you go back. And you saw that this guy, girl, had no problems in the academy. Well, why? Was it collegiate? Was it paramilitary? How was it? Well, if it was collegiate, then there should have been a real strenuous brain uh, exercise for Mm -hmm. them as far as how they learned and what they did. Mm -hmm. But then um, you also have the paramilitary side that gets rid of a lot of people, too, because of how stressful it is. Now we're talking boot camp style. Mm-hmm. For those that don't know, um, a lot of times this paramilitary stuff is, you know, day one. It's weeds out the week, baby. Yeah, and it's stress inoculation. There's, a, it's, it's not meant to be mean. It's meant, it's meant to get people. Is this your dream job? Yeah. A lot of people say, ah, I wanted to do this my whole life. And they quit day one because some guy yelled at them mm-hmm. or five guys yelled at them in their face. That's if, what, yeah. And my argument to that is if 
an hour or two maybe at the beginning of the academy that day was able to turn talk you out of your dream. Maybe it wasn't your dream. It wasn't meant for you, brother. Not at least not at that moment or in your sister. life. Yeah. Not at that moment in your life. Yep. So there training always needs to have a purpose. And mm-hmm. you need to be able to explain that purpose. Well, why do you got why do you feel the need to have five instructors swarm one person? Well, have you ever seen a crowd of people get around you while you're arresting somebody? And swarm that one place. Swarm him. Yeah. They've got no intentions of touching the cop, but they are because trying they to know better. They're trying to yeah. stress him out to get a reaction. Yeah. So if you can't handle that in the safe, controlled environment of the academy, how are you ever going to handle that when you get out and it's the real life? And people will try to hurt you. That's always been such a great, great point. And I, and I say that because I tell these guys what we discussed earlier, it's like Dude, you really got to want to be a police officer Yeah. in this day and age. Like, you have to yeah. bleed, sleep, crap, <laughs> police officer to really want to be it. As it because it's cool that they're doing things this way. Yeah. But you really don't get the learning and training till you're out there. I right. Mean, you can, I, I said this last episode, it's 100 miles an hour. And then when you get out on your own, it's like, it's a school zone. And not just because I'm in schools, but it's like, I feel like that's how, how it was. Right. And you get so, trained to this this high, high peak area. Mm-hmm. And we are training always, and, and this is something that I've learned as an instructor, you train to the highest level. And you're going to work most of the time way down here. Mm-hmm. But that was perfect though. But you always revert back to the to your basic level of training. So mm-hmm. if I trained you flat and then you revert back to that lowest level, mm-hmm. now you, you're you really inadequate yeah. out there. But if I train you to like top speed, you know, mm-hmm. high speed, low drag, mm-hmm. and you fall back to a medium, uh, a middle ground of mm-hmm. that, well, then when shit hits a fan, then I, I've got the majority of officers out there. You're going to be able to handle yourself, control yourself better, talk to people better. Yes. Because we've only got four months, six months, eight Mm -hmm. months. We've only got that long to get you to that level. Which seems like a lifetime, but like in hindsight, it goes by like that. It's just like a blink of an eye. So, Yeah. Yeah. And it, and it, and it stinks for the officers that are out there and they're waiting for this new batch of rookies to get cut loose. Mm -hmm. And you're like, they can learn what they need to learn the rest of the way out in the streets. And mm-hmm. I get that argument. I just, I don't necessarily agree with it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's a, sorry, I got a text message. I just saw no, it on good. the screen over there. I thought that it was telling me that we were cut off. Mm-hmm. Uh, so where was I at? I'm sorry. I got distracted. You were high speed, low drag. High speed, low drag. Yes. 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 So, with the academy, um, depending on the length, all these things that I listed, you want us to be experts at. That's the expectation. I'm not saying everybody. Generalization, folks. Mm-hmm. Most people want us to know the law. Let's start with the law. Yeah. Now, when I'm talking about the law, I don't know if you've ever really looked at a law book, <laughs> but it is about this high. And and that's just your penal code. That's now we're not talking uh, occupations codes uh, and all these other weird obscure yeah texas education code yeah, yeah I, we can go yeah. on yeah <laughs> there's all these different obscure laws yeah. now when you become an attorney you learn the general laws 
constitution, things of that nature. But then you have to specialize once mm-hmm. you get out there. You're not just a general law practitioner for the most part. Uh, you Even if you, let's say you are, even if mm-hmm. you are, you still get the majority of the same offenses constantly. I've heard a retired cop, and he's well known on YouTube, Uh-oh. Yes, okay. who says that he believes that cops know the law better than lawyers because lawyers are supposed to, I can't remember the wording and I wish I did, but because you see it every day mm-hmm. and you see the same things every day, you know what an assault is. You know what a theft of a building is. You know what criminal mischief is. You know, but okay. it. But that's just like a small percentage. Yeah. Of the law. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's tiny. That's now, like the first two pages of the big book that he was talking about. So. I don't know if I agree with that because <laughs> my memory is crap. Right. But what I used to work mm-hmm. off of and what I still work off of, I, I say used to because I'm not in patrol anymore, but was I know that's wrong. And I know roughly what you did wrong, whether mm-hmm. that's assaulting somebody, stealing something, uh, driving improperly. I, I know it's wrong. I'm going to stop you for it, mm-hmm. and I'm going to either detain you or decide to put cuffs on you. And then I'm going to look up the specific law. I'm mm-hmm. like, all right, he did this, this, and this. I know it's wrong. I but know- would you agree they're the driver in that seat? Not literally driving the car, but when it comes to being detained and not be, well, being non-compliant, so to speak. Does that make sense? Like, No. Let me explain a little bit better. Okay. When you said getting detained, putting cuffs, they're in control of that. The person that we stop or that you pulled over, because mm-hmm. it's all about attitude. Oh, yeah. It, it, and that's the point I was getting to. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, it, yes, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yes, they're in control. Um, because their they're attitude toward it, I'm going to be pleasant yeah. out the gate. Um, that whole old school mentality of you got to give respect or get, yeah. Give respect to get respect. Right. Nope. I'm going to be super nice. I'm going to talk to you like you're my grandma, yeah. my aunt. I'm going <laughs> to keep being nice. And then when, yeah. when you're being overtly rude, I'm be like, dude, no, let's, let's not start on that foot. Don't take it there. Uh, yeah. Let, you know what I mean? Let, I'm being chill. Please be chill with me. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not trying to go to that level. Mm-hmm. So that's how I roll. Um, I, I don't, I'm not saying I don't understand that, that. You know, you got to give respect to get respect mm-hmm. type thing. Um, I just know I'm not always thinking clearly during a stressful situation. Right. And I think anytime you get pulled over, I still, to this day, tell me if you do the same thing. Same. I still, to this day, I All drive right, I by you're on going. the freeway. <laughs> I see a state trooper there. I'm like, oh, butthole puckers <laughs> up. Right? I'm like, dang it. And I look down and I'm like, oh, I had it on cruise. What am I, t- yeah. what am I freaking out about it anyway? <laughs> Ah, those guys are intimidating, though. I know. That's that old Smokey the Bear hat. I guess so. And then, you know, like they, they, their sleeves are custom, Every, custom everything's tailored. Everything's tailored. And, yeah. It's like a football uniform. Yeah, and so. they're always six foot nine. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, why are they so big? Yes. I told you the story about Main Street Bridge, right? Whenever all the bikers came through. I don't remember that one. So. I don't have a good memory. <laughs> yeah. So. I don't. I can't remember which biker gang it was, but it was all over our systems. Hey, this is. So we had state troopers out there. We had our surrounding police officers out there, and in the middle of the fucking rain, st- we're standing there with our 
you know, just right. And this fucking state trooper, <laughs> ten feet tall, is walking everybody down, and I'm like, "Wait, shit! I'm in uniform too. What the hell?" Yeah, right? he, he's like, "Look ridiculous, Command man! Presence. Yeah, Command like, presence. Holy shit! He's like, and, walking every in the rain, yeah. downpour. I was like, "Shit, man! Gangster! Yeah, straight up, huh? No, yeah. I don't. I don't remember that. But yeah. it, it, it. We." Tell people if you look the part and act the part, yeah. it, it works. Yeah. Even if you're not the greatest cop, um, if you cut me, you could be one of the best cops in the world. You come in looking like a duffel bag, and people are going to disrespect you they, because they will eat that up. Yeah. Yep. So appearance makes Everything. a big difference. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you need to understand that as a police officer yep. too. Like when you show up, you automatically are causing a stress uh, some sort of stress uh, whether yeah. it's good bad or indifferent i you, preach that a lot too i was uh, like just your uniform alone yeah and maybe your hair fixed a little bit jokingly yeah. of course you walking in with that uniform on causes stress levels to rise regardless if they've done anything yeah. or not yeah and so it's up to you i think this is my personal opinion uh because i do this on all and any calls that i've been on is like it is up to me to drop those stress levels hey man I'm here to help. You guys called. What's up? Hey, come talk to me. Yep. It ain't barking and pointing and no nope. making it worse. Not uh, unless it has to be done. Yeah, and exactly. You, and that's going to be a subjective thing. Always. Um, if Always. you're good at reading rooms, reading people, mm-hmm. then it's easier for you. Yeah. Uh, and it doesn't mean it works 100% of the time anyway. No. Sometimes you yell at somebody and they get defensive right away. Yeah. And then you got to change it up. Because yep. if you don't and you, you, you double down... Yeah, then that now yeah. they just they called your bluff or something. They, <laughs> right. I've been there with the trainer. I won't name any names, but I called his bluff, and I was just like, "Now what? Not look, look, like, look, look what, what you got heck? us into." Yeah. Yeah. So, um, let me wrangle it back around. Uh-huh. The law, knowing the law, mm-hmm. the law is huge. Okay, attorneys themselves have to specialize. So when you get an officer out there and you want him to know every single law and he should know it by heart, that's not realistic. It's not. Um, and if that's your expectations of cops, well, then you need to appeal to your city council, mm-hmm. whoever it is, because it takes attorneys, what, five years? I don't know how long a law degree mm-hmm. is, um, but it, it it's a lot of time because attorneys have to go to school for a long for a time. Very long just time. for the law. Yeah. Now I mentioned that whole list of stuff. Mm-hmm. The law is a small portion of that. Yeah. Um, so the reality of knowing all those laws is it's just not it's not realistic. Uh-uh. So I I hope that if if people learn anything from this little tidbit of the academy life and learning the laws, uh, they you really get harped on and, and it beat over your head of knowing the laws you deal with a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, traffic codes and, and, and uh, theft and theft ladders. I didn't even think about traffic codes. Right, <laughs> yeah. So, Jeez. Uh, like you have to stop prior to the sidewalk yeah. before driving out onto the roadway. Mm-hmm. So that's that's a little one, guys. If yeah. a cop pulls you over and you're like, ah, oh, it's BS, I didn't do anything. Well, did you stop prior to the sidewalk? It's just, it's a tool to be able to pull someone over. Mm-hmm. I'm not uh, saying it's used on everybody, but if but you're suspected of some shady stuff, that's a little bit harder than some mm-hmm. minor traffic it's violation. Little, little minor things that are going to get you. Yeah, it's and, little minor things that are going to start getting yeah. that job done. Um, so let's move on. Let's move on. So we got the law. 
Mm-hmm. Um, now what's another big one that people want to expect you to be the grandmaster of, and it's just not reality. But I'll explain why and kind of get into it. Guns, taser, um, pepper spray, uh, baton, and your control tactics, defensive tactics, mm-hmm. martial arts, whatever you want to call the, it. The so. unrealistic expe- expectancy of you, you should have grabbed the knife out of their hand. You're and, right, yes. Folks, a knife and, is a deadly weapon. Yes. Uh, it uh, Being stabbed kills way more people each year yeah. than any any gun does. And I don't know if you've ever tried to grab a knife out of somebody's hand, but no. <laughs> I, don't, I, I can't I, say that it's, it's There's easy. an old saying, fade the blade. Yeah. <laughs> Fade yeah. the blade. That means get distance. I want as much distance. Between I, you and that person with the damn blade. I had a guy that had a, um, what do you call it? Like the big thing that you use to flip burgers. It's just like the two-prong. Oh, yeah. That, that, it's like a. Uh, yeah, it's the big yeah, it's fork. Like a giant thing. Yeah, yeah. fork. Mm-hmm. And he come running after me with that. Now, I got lucky. I had at least three driveways between us. And what did I do? I turned around the other way. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, uh, you got to catch me. There's nobody else out here. I turned and ran until I had enough time to draw a weapon and get some cover and start addressing him. Mm-hmm. Now, he got winded before he even, like, he didn't have much in him. Right. He's a big boy. Mm-hmm. So uh, he was having a mental health crisis. But mm-hmm. um, I turned, I got my weapon out, draw it on him, and waited for my backup to get there. And was able to talk the guy out of his situation till we could get him some help. He ended up getting mental health apt and um, that's the route that we took with that. Uh, It doesn't mean every cop has that advantage. I just, that's the advantage I had in that one particular opportunity you had at that time and you took it. Yeah. Oh yeah. The body cam footage was wonderful because you just hear me go, what is, oh, oh shit. And I just turn (laughs) and start running. Um, I was like, don't fall, don't fall, don't Uh. fall. But I I knew I knew I knew I had him. Right. I, I you knew he was gonna catch. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, he's like I said, big boy. Big boy. So um, so you got the gun, you got the taser. But we'll we'll start with with the gun, the firearm. Uh. If you go to an academy that's four months, how much time do you expect your police officers to spend shooting? Just with. This, from what I know, we took a month alone just to get trained properly on mm-hmm. your duty-issued weapon, to test a full month on top of taking two tests a week. So I can't imagine the shorter academy, the shorter academy yeah. and using a whole month for that. Right. So... So yeah, that's hard. Money is a big deal. Yeah. Now, um, I think we maybe went through 500 rounds oh. at one of the academies I went to. Wow. Uh, maybe 1,000 at the other one. Mm. And then I believe at the one you and I attended, at least 5,000. Okay. That's a lot. That's a big difference. Now, can every police department afford that? Mm-hmm. There's an ammo shortage right now. Yeah. So I imagine that cost has gone up significantly since the last time you or I did it. Um, so money, amount of students. How many students do you have versus how many instructors do you have? Mm-hmm. So how much one-on-one time are you getting if you're a problem? 
-hmm. How much one-on-one time are you getting if you're just okay? You know how it is. Even in school with your kids. Oh, your kid's doing enough to pass. He's not getting a whole lot of attention from the teacher. Because the teacher's either focused in on that kid that's a real problem. Having trouble. Or is is tuned in on making sure that student that's excelled so far above everybody else Mm -hmm. is getting the attention they need because you got to challenge them. Mm -hmm. So you're definitely not getting challenged if you're a medium grade shooter in the academy. Right. Generalizing. Some academies do have enough instructors. Some, even some that do have enough instructors, Mm -hmm. maybe their instructors are tasked out during your time that you're going through. So there's a lot of factors there. So I'm just trying, the point I'm trying to make is there's, there's a lot of different variables. Yeah that go into shooting. So, and I would agree if you're going to put a lot of time into something, I would rather you put more time into your shooting yes. with a firearm than you do with a baton. Mm-hmm. I, I was asked one time about a situation and I won't give any specifics and for good reason. And I will say the one thing they harped on, uh, you heard it at least a hundred times a day as do not, Put your finger on that trigger. Yes. Ever. Yes. For whatever reason, they harped on that. Yep. So it, I mean, it, it's almost, they harped on it so much that you had to break yourself just to shoot a target. Right. And so that was the only opinion I gave and I left it at that. I was like, I, I you don't ever want to be put in a situation like that ever. No one ever civilian or not someone breaking into your house. You don't. I, I pray that ne- nobody ever has to be put in a situation where they have to shoot at anything living. And so um, that's all I'll say about that. I, I don't, I, I think I got my point across. I don't, yeah. I've been lucky. Haven't yeah. shoot at anything living. Man. Uh, I've had close calls, mm-hmm. but fortunately, nothing that I've had to use my firearm on. So yeah. uh, the. The other part of that is once you shoot that bulk of your ammo or the bulk of your training in the academy later on down the line, how often do you shoot after that? Exactly. That's a big one. Yeah. Shooting is a perishable skill, and I don't know if a lot of people know that. Just because you went and shot 5,000 rounds and mm-hmm. you shot expert and you hit the target, you know, like 100, 100 yeah. out of 100 rounds, yeah. it doesn't mean for the rest of your life you can always do that. Yep. It's if you don't use it, you lose it. Unless you're just a professional marksman and you've been to those so uh, competitions or yeah. So So when I talked about training way up here, you Mm -hmm. shoot at this high, high level. Mm -hmm. The reason is because we know your skills are gonna degrade. But we want them to degrade at that middle ground rather than you shooting at that middle ground and later degrading to that low level ground. Because you gotta account for every bullet you put out there. Yep. And that's a big deal. And and Mm -hmm. funny you mentioned the not putting your uh, booger, booger finger on the booger uh, hook on a something something. Yeah, what is it? Book, I didn't even try don't to put your booger finger on the bang switch. That's something what it is. Like that. Yeah, military thing. Yeah. When we're learning, I didn't that. even want to try to butcher that. But <laughs> even though I was in the Air Force, the yeah. hey, we still shoot guns. <laughs> People yeah. don't believe it. So, um, yeah, don't put your booger finger on the bang switch. It, for people out there that aren't in this police life, or or maybe they, they just don't have the training. They're not familiar with firearms, or they're trying to get comfortable with them. I want you to watch any TV show. If you want to put any credibility to the reality of that TV show, mm-hmm. you just watch your cops. Watch, um, what's that? Blues Blood. Blues Bloods. 
Yeah. Blue Bloods. Blue Bloods, yes. yeah, with Tom Selleck. Yes. That man's a saint. Anyway. Um, His mustache is a saint. Oh, man. Just want to nestle up in it. <laughs> Go to yeah. sleep. Yeah. <laughs> so much wisdom in that mustache. But I bet they have the cure for corona in that mustache. I bet they do. I just bet there's a cure for a lot of things. Yeah. Him and Chuck Norris should get together. And make a baby. Something. <laughs> That would be yeah. the first Mix their mustache yeah. hair together and see, yeah. just see. It's like the super collider. <laughs> yeah. So you get um, you watch a show like Blue Blitz. Mm-hmm. And if you want to look at any accuracy, first thing you look at is how are they holding their gun? Is their finger on the trigger? Almost every time. Yeah, it, 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 I, I, can't, I can't tell you off the top of my head. I like Blue Bloods. I like watching that mm-hmm. show. So I'm going to say that on that show, their finger's not on the trigger because if it wasn't... If it was on the trigger all the right. time, it would have annoyed me to the point where I couldn't watch it. Like Walking Dead. So I watched Mile 22, the movie yesterday. Netflix, one. great movie. And every time they drew, the freaking finger was on the... Uh, yeah. And I noticed that. And, and I'm like, I'm not a big gun fanatic. I'm right. not... It's just... It, it stuck out. I was like, ugh. I'm like the, the wannabe gun fanatic. I buy guns. Uh-huh. I just don't shoot them that often. I don't, yeah. Uh, this one here, for instance. Um, Which is ridiculous. You're always going to see me changing yeah. the way this looks just to give different yeah. looks. Uh, this one particular weapon um, is my Boba Fett blaster. If it, You might not be able to see it on camera, but the grip is all laser engraved with Boba Fett. And That's you ridiculous. You can see his likeness on there. So and if you guys can stuff. see it, just zoom in on it. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Um, the story behind this gun it was my grandfather's gun. He passed away, mm. and uh, it was a forty cal. And I don't shoot forty cals. I like nine mils. Smith and Wesson. That's a Glock, believe it wow. or not. Wow. So I turned a Glock twenty three into a Glock seventeen, basically. <laughs> okay. I turned it into a nine mil, and uh, now it's something I do enjoy shooting and nice. like to have. It's currently not loaded. There's obviously, if you're familiar with weapons, but if you're not, I just want you know it's not loaded. It's just there to look pretty, and uh, be a little Star Wars. Um, what what was what's the word? Ambiance. Yeah, a little more Star Wars ambiance in there. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, where was I going with that? Amount of ammo, money. Yeah. Number of students. Oh, perishable skill. Yeah. So, shooting's a perishable skill. Um, so let's move on from from weapons. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's an obvious thing that it's an expectation. You should be good at shooting right. because if you do ever have to shoot somebody, we don't want to accidentally shoot other people. Yeah. So now taser. So taser training. I don't know how long everybody out there trains, but I would say two weeks enough is two weeks enough for a taser. Uh, What's your opinion? It may seem like two weeks, but then with the officer survival scenarios, and I kind of feel like it it goes on for about a month. Right. Well, uh, but actual like in class. Right. I think I think so because right. it's. I mean, you're turning it on, and it's a right. trigger, or you're doing a dry stun, and how? I mean, how many of those do you have to do before you're adequate at a, a taser? So it's not. Right. Uh, I think, uh, my opinion, I think two weeks is enough. Um, right. So mixed I, in with I'm glad you spray, brought up yeah. that you, you said it continues. And I, yeah. I, I know where you're going with that. Right. So there's things called block training. Mm-hmm. 
-hmm. And then there's progressive training or snowball effect training. Mm -hmm. Um, Everybody's got different words for it. But so in block training, let's say you're going to practice handcuffing. You do handcuffing. Let's say it's a second week of your academy. Which is not fun, by the way. Yeah. So you do handcuffing for that week. And then you don't touch it again the rest of the academy because mm. that was the block for handcuffing. Right. And you don't touch it again because there's so many other things that you got to get to. Mm-hmm. And then there's progressive training, which means let's say you start learning handcuffing week one. Mm-hmm. At the end of the academy, you're still handcuffing. Right. You're not learning it anymore, but you're still getting reps in. Right on. So, um, the first academy I went to was block training. That was a four-month one, uh, four or five-month. Mm-hmm. And um, you did block training. Right so, And that was one of the problems I had was, yeah, you taught me how to handcuff like that first month. It was but probably like the fourth week. But now I forgot. But now we haven't yeah. touched it. And then we get to the end, and we got to do like this practical scenario-based training. And mm-hmm. I go to handcuff, and I'm garbage. <laughs> like that skill went away so quick because yeah. I had to brain dump. I told you before, I had the best memory. So I had to brain dump. So I'm not a big fan of block training, personally. Maybe some people it works for. For memory issue guys like me, it doesn't work for me. I want reps and reps and reps and reps and reps. Uh, And then you got the progressive style training where I like the idea of treating the academy like a progression of your police career. Mm -hmm. You get out there, your first thing is just kind of Kind of getting to know stuff. Here's the for things. This. Okay. Yeah. Now let your let let's say, oh yeah, to arrest this guy. Okay. Mm-hmm. This guy was compliant. Like ninety nine percent people mm-hmm. are anyway. Yeah. He turned around for you, he put his arms out, you put the cuffs on, everything went smooth, and that was it. And then we're like, all right, but well, what if he didn't? <laughs> what if he what if he started to pull away a little bit? He ain't fighting you, but he pulled away a little bit. Now let's start training from there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh he hit you. Like, he ain't just pulling away. Now it's kind of a fight. Like, he hits you, but he's still trying to run. Right. Okay, now let's go from there. So then, okay, he hits you, and he means to hurt you. He ain't just turning and running. He's trying to He's trying to do some damage. He's intentionally trying to yeah. hurt so, you at this So point now let's go, let's go into that. So it, that's how the training goes mm-hmm. in the academy for a good progressive school. And from day one to the last day, you have practiced... Cupping a little bit of and going hands on and yeah. that whole time. Mm-hmm. So it never leaves you. And I think, to me personally, that's the best way to do it. And that, that's that's what, how we did it. That is how we did it. <laughs> I mean, it Not only that, in control tactics, yeah. um, you are the way you are taught is, is the basics of a fight. Mm-hmm. Um, you learn how to stand. You learn mm-hmm. how to make a fist. Mm-hmm. I mean, we get down into the, the, the basics of it. Very basic, yeah. Because we're under the assumption you've never been in a fight in your life. Mm-hmm. And the more these years go on, the, the more true that is. Uh, I know from the 80s and 90s, you would get the bulk of the class had been in a real fight in their lifetime. Right on. And you go fast forward to today, you're lucky if you get two or three students out of 50 yeah. or 60 that have ever been in an actual right. fight. Yeah. And... Now I've got to train that person in in into just the basics, like how to make mm-hmm. a fist. Don't put your thumb, you know, don't wrap your fingers around your thumb. Yeah. Little things like that, how to stand. And it's it's 
and those are the guys that like nothing bad against uh, good for them for never being but those are the ones like my partners and stuff and coworkers that I worry about like right. help I right and so it's 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 almost like not a cringe kind of thing but you're like cuz right. you know they've never been into a fight you right. know they've never swung on anybody and then you're watching them when as they're training yeah and the bumps they take you're like Ugh. Right. Oh, <laughs> so some of the best lessons are learned yeah. in blood though <laughs> yeah. uh, it's fun to see yeah. some of your buddies while you're in the academy <sighs> just get tortured a little bit um but that goes back into the expectations that we got into with academic career for the for the officer mm-hmm. is what is the expectations your expectations are to walk out of there and know how to handle yourself when you get on the street right now to give a little perspective, how long does it take to get a black belt in a legitimate martial art? And when I say legitimate, I'm talking Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, Muay Thai, boxing, wrestling, judo, um, the kickboxing. Uh, what is Tig? Tig's a Jiu-Jitsu black belt. And he and he told me. And he did MMA. Okay, so just to give perspective, he started at my age now. Mm-hmm. Fast forward to, wait, I'll take that back. I did the math. When, 10 years. Four year, yeah, it took, took him 10, 10 years to get his black belt. To get a black belt. Yes, in jiu-jitsu. And that's making time from your busy, yep. already busy schedule to That's go averaging there. about two days a week for yeah. an hour to two hours at a time. Yeah. So, and that's not including injuries and yeah. things of that nature yeah. and, and age, yeah. family life. All the other training that you have to continuously do, which mm-hmm. we haven't got to yet, we'll get there. Mm-hmm. Um, so realistically, if you want your officer to walk out and be confident to handle himself out in the streets with the defensive tactics, mm-hmm. control tactics, whatever you want to call it, even an eight-month academy isn't long enough. It's not. Because you can't. Even though it's a progressive style of training, if you do a progressive style, if you do block, you might as well forget it. You might as well forget it. That's Even if you do your control tactics at the very end mm. of the academy, that's and it's a, a month dude, long. Yeah, dude, that's not even a drop in a bucket. It's that not is, enough time. What are they? Um, I'm a big proponent. If, if I were to give one style of training, it's going to be jujitsu. Um, it's about to be up. No, we're at 1,600 bars. Okay. So we got a little bit more time. Um, folks, if you're wondering what we're talking about, we're, there's a, a time limit that I found out last episode. That, yeah, because we don't have directors and yeah, guys so you, in the you background. Only get, you only get 2,000 bars in one session. So once the 2,000 bars is up, I have to pause everything, and then we have to start it back up again, and then I have to edit everything together. So, and what, uh, You said it was only at what? Right now we're at 1617. Oh. So 2,000's the limit. Um, so with the if if I were to pick one martial art, one way of defending yourself mm-hmm. as an officer, it's going to be jujitsu. Right. And the reason being, uh, anytime somebody's non-compliant, it's it's close up most mm-hmm. of the time. And I had to get that person cuffed, it's gotta be on the ground. I can't yeah. handcuff a non-compliant mm-hmm. person standing. Yeah. It's just not realistic. It's not gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Um I don't care what martial arts movie you watched. Uh, I've seen Jackie Chan do it. Yep. So, but 
That's and not. What do they say? Most of these fights end up on the freaking ground. On the ground. No, no one's sitting there boxing. Right. No one's sitting, and then yeah, somebody's gonna get a lucky punch. I'm not seeing cops throw roundhouse kicks. Yeah, uh, <laughs> jumping off the I, top rope. They may be out there, but <laughs> I haven't seen one uh, yet. And it's not like I said; it's not realistic. I can't get my foot that high most of the time. So, uh, but most of the times you can use your big boy words and it not have to go yes, to that. Yes, so, I'm hoping that your verbal skills, obviously verbal judo, right. is top notch. But mm-hmm. but. If you got to go to the ground, jiu-jitsu, I'm telling you guys, it's it's a proven martial art. Um, so just to get to a confidence level that's proficient, in my opinion, mm-hmm. is uh, a blue belt. In jiu-jitsu, right, it was white, blue, purple, that. brown, black. Yeah. So uh, a blue belt. And that generally takes most of the population two years mm-hmm. to get a legitimate blue belt. That's going two, maybe three times a week, uh, hour or more uh, at a time. You're not getting that in the academy. No. You, you can't even start there because these people have to learn how to start a fight from the basics. And we're talking stance mm-hmm. and, and how to hold your fist. Right. Okay? So the expectation that people have that when you get out of the academy, you're going to be a black belt or mm-hmm. even remotely close is not true. You're a fish out of water on the ground. Yeah. And that's why you'll hear so commonly it, people call... These black belt in jiu-jitsu, they're sharks. Hmm. And they're just they're just keeping you under the water yeah. when, when you're rolling. And it's yep. it's true. And if I were to put any emphasis on any training, it's grappling. You know there's a good example? The Gracie family. Oh man. And I've the taken early Gracie combatives. The early yeah. the early uh, UFC fights. Yeah. How you had boxers fighting jiu-jitsu. Yeah. That is the perfect example of yeah. what we're talking about. He's like about. 150 pounds just, just eating everybody. Everybody. Up. It didn't matter what size they were. Yeah. So and that that's, is a great example. That that's what got me into it. Yeah. Was seeing Hoyce Gracie's old fights on the UFC. Mm-hmm. And then once the internet got better, you can even dig into like his like the black and white videos of him right. rolling, you know, in Brazil mm-hmm. against, you know, Kung Fu guys and other people like that. Yeah. Um and and I highly recommend. I'm an instructor, or was an instructor for the Gracie Combatives, the GST, nice. Gracie's uh, Survival Tactics, and um, shout out to to them because that was an amazing class. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's a week long, just for the basic, and then another week for the instructor. Um, I already had a jujitsu background, so it was easier for me. Right on. But anybody could take it to get started. If your academy doesn't have a good ground game or training in general, start with them. And, and a lot of these dojos are McDojos. Yeah, yeah. they're 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 police friendly, and they'll show you. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah so. those. Be yeah. be wary of the McDojos, as they're called, mm-hmm. where. They don't know what the hell they're talking about. You gotta be. You no gotta one, do no, your homework. No one wants a roundhouse in these bad boys. Right, yeah, <laughs> your Rex Quandos and <laughs> look at Starla. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I can't put enough emphasis on on the the grappling side yeah. because um, it was put to me one way. I'm trying to remember how it goes, like a a hesitant officer is a not confident officer, right? And an it's... unconfident officer is not safe. Um, and, and an unsafe officer, that's mm-hmm. where trouble happens. So 
if you go out there and you're at like, let's say just that two year grappling level, that blue belt level, your level of confidence, I mean, is huge. And, and unless that dude's a black belt in jiu-jitsu, right. you're 99% of the people you're of, dealing with yeah. are not going to be. Yeah. So your confidence level in going hands-on dictates how you perform out there. And like I said, I've had a jiu-jitsu background. I haven't had to deal with a lot of people because I had that confidence level mm-hmm. that if I had to go hands-on, and you're good. I, I, I'm good. Yeah. And I didn't get so scared that I immediately went to a gun yeah. or I immediately went to a taser. Yeah. You know, I don't, my Batman belt is there for when the rest of the stuff fails. And the shit hits the fan. Yeah. And, yeah. and that, to me, I think that's how it should mm-hmm. be. Um, that doesn't mean there aren't instances where I don't have time for anything else. Yeah. I, I've, I've had that mm-hmm. where I didn't have time to talk. I didn't have time to go hands on because it was too dangerous for me or somebody else. And I had to go to my weapon. Mm-hmm. Or I had to go to my taser. Um, so I think I've harped long enough on, on just the expectations that people have for police when it comes to going hands-on and, and their level of ability. Right. They just don't have the time in mm-hmm. for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I want to give a suggested fix before I go into like pepper spray and baton and stuff like that. Folks, I know there's this whole defund police movement, but I don't think that's going to help. I would rather you get some tax money and uh, or, or, or maybe cut some other parts of your academy a little. No, not even that. Get, get a little money. Make your officers do two years of some sort of grappling, whether it's wrestling, judo, or jiu-jitsu. I would prefer jiu-jitsu. Let's just, for the sake of argument, make them go for two years to a jiu-jitsu place once or twice a week. Make it mandatory. Make it mandatory yeah. where the police department funds mm-hmm. their membership, like going to the gym, yeah. and they have a requirement, an attendance requirement. Yeah. And I I don't know a jiu-jitsu place out there that would not back that up. They, they'd be like, okay, Zantino, oh, yeah. you're coming to my gym. I'm going to keep attendance for your police department. Oh, yeah. And... Uh, We'll, we'll, I'll work that out. Don't think I'm going to cut you a break because one, I know that jujitsu guy, his reputation's on the line. Yeah. That's his gym. You're the product of him. Mm -hmm. And two, they want their police officers to be safe just like anybody else. Definitely. So that's such a great idea. So I think two years, let's say Mm -hmm. now, obviously injuries happen, vacations happen. Right. Um, shit happens. So let's say at the end of the two years, you don't quite make it. Okay, let's give you, I'm going to give you a six-month extension to make up those days you missed. Right. Now, that's on you to get done. Mm -hmm. Now, if you don't get that done within that time, barring you didn't get injured or anything else, um, we can obviously extend the days if there's legitimate reasons why you couldn't make it. But uh, if you don't get that done, then you're suspended until you get that done. Right. Or however the department wants to handle Mm -hmm. that. Uh, that's, That's a suggested fix to me because I think... A blue belt level officer is is a good starting point, right on. and it it's only going to improve police right. work. So, so once you get addicted to it, you're going to oh, keep doing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I love it. So. And now I haven't practiced in a few years because mm-hmm. I got into some other stuff. Right. Uh, decided I wanted to try boxing. I decided mm-hmm. I wanted to try some Muay Thai stuff. Um, I'm not 
good at either one and I've never actually sparred against a real person mm-hmm. uh, as far as like a real sparring match right. I've, I've hit the mitts I've, right. I've worked the pads I've worked the, the bag mm-hmm. um, I've had guys that just throw real slow punches at you to let you get the movement yeah. style and stuff like that but um, that's a big fear for police is like okay you, you want me to go do this stuff but what if I get hurt right yeah you can get hurt mm-hmm. but what's the alternative you don't know anything, and then you get hurt anyways out in the street. Right. Yeah. It's, yeah. But this is that it's that barter with the community. This is the expectations they have of us. So I agree with them. Yeah. Like, officers are less likely to use any of these other tools mm-hmm. if they're confident going to the ground. Right. Or, or not even going to the ground. Just using it to create space and right. switching to something else. Yeah. Uh, not The big thing is panicking. It doesn't. You get this level of like, oh, he's taking me to the ground, but I don't panic. No. Like, it, I'm not saying it's a game to me, but in my head, I'm thinking through everything What's slowly because that, yeah. I, I, I'm i so used to it. Yeah. Um, and I've been it, doing yeah. it since 06. have to be that way, too. So it doesn't mean that I'm impervious to getting amped up, mm-hmm. but it's less likely. Right. It's that um, stress inoculation. So Some people have it just... Like, I don't, I can't remember a time of ever, like when my brothers would get hurt, busting their heads open, me ever panicking. That's yeah. one thing that I don't do is I don't panic. Yeah. And so, uh, and you're just lucky to be like that. And then too, I grew up boxing. Yeah. And so, but that doesn't mean I'm going to be, all right, put up your dick beaters. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, right. So... Uh, it, it's it, yeah because ninety nine percent yeah I'm not squaring good. up with some guy out in the street yeah what I, you do up, bro yeah I, it's like not that it hasn't ever been to challenged do, to me yeah so it's take just that like, badge off take your belt off oh god I don't those dudes like, dude this ain't end of watch like, I know it's not real well I take that back I saw a video of an officer that <sighs> tried to do that so it, and for what did he <laughs> did he keep his job no he, oh, so no that nobody they went like the person that. Tells you to take off the yeah, that's a small victory. I for think them. he was a juvenile too. Yeah, like I, like he was like sixteen or seventeen. Like he was real close to being I'm an adult. Just like, dude, I'm not losing my job over you. Right. I'm. You know what? You're right. I'm right. a. I'm a piece of shit without this badge. Right. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. I'm not losing my job. Right. So, but yep. and to to add like, and I've said this last episode. Ninety. A big chunk of officers are like that. Not everybody's a robot, and I'll always say this. Yeah. Not everybody's a robot. People do actually know how to talk to people. Uh, you're not going to have officers taking their badge off throwing it just because somebody's antagonizing you. Right. You know, they have families, and they have... So that's in their head. Yeah. I'm not taking off this badge because this guy's... Right. Okay. <laughs> For what? I, I, it's that movie syndrome. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, you've watched too many movies. Yeah. you watch too much YouTube is what I say. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay. Yeah, the problem is, is there are some YouTube videos of uh, oh cops doing that dumb stuff. So, uh, but the the point of that stress inoculation, I think, is the biggest part of all of this, and not getting caught up. Now, I don't want to get wrapped up in the current videos and stuff that's been out right. there. We'll get to those things eventually, mm-hmm. um, but right now. Uh, We'll just stick to the, the training and the academy topic right now that we're on. Um, we're actually coming up to the end of these bars. Okay. I think we're at like 12.55 right now. So I'm going to pause. 
Sounds good. Um, and we'll restart from there since we're at a good stopping point. Sounds good to me. Um, we restarted, guys. Uh, our second portion, I guess you could say. And we had just finished talking about um, control tactics and the expectations that people have of people in the academy and what they should have when they get out to the streets versus uh, the reality of it. And then uh, kind of went down the rabbit hole of how to fix it. Now, mm-hmm. it's, I don't think it was a fix everything, but uh, it's definitely a start. And the same could be said for weapons. There's more than just going and shooting a paper target. Yeah. Uh, I think simunitions training is a big thing. Oh, yeah. Um, for anybody out there who doesn't know what a simunitions round is, it's basically it's like a little bullet. It looks like a bullet, but it shoots a piece of plastic and paint. Not as painful as a paintball, though. Um, or do you, would you think it's about the same? Uh, I think they're both painful. It just depends on what you have your settings on. I was shot in the knuckle, and that uh, yeah. that kind of hurt. Yeah, because <laughs> so. I played paintball as a teenager growing up and stuff in in Michigan, and I can tell you, in the cold, especially Ugh. if you get hit by a paintball, uh, it hurts. Um, and then the simunitions rounds, or even the airsoft rounds, those hurt. Yeah. So that that pain gets your stress level up, mm. and it, it's you don't want to get shot. That's for sure. Mm. Um, and only because I'm thinking about it, one thing that people don't think about anytime they see a cop shoot more than once, when you go and you shoot at the range, you can see what you've shot. You yeah. can see the holes that you put into a paper target. Yeah. When you shoot somebody for real, you don't see anything for the most part, unless you, I guess, unless you shoot them in the face. Uh, which God forbid you don't. Right. right. <laughs> but if they're wearing clothes, coats, whatever yeah. it is, you may see the fabric tug a little bit, mm-hmm. but you you can't tell that that person shot. So mm. you don't know if you hit the target or if you didn't. And the only thing that you can really go based off of is what the target, the person that you right. shot does. And it takes time for the brain to see that. You understand what you're seeing mm. versus your instinct, your adrenaline, all that stuff. Uh, so those those are that's reality um, for some of the expectation. A lot of people talk, you know. Well, we shot them so many times, and one thing that I never hear anybody say is like, you don't see the bullets going in. Right. I mean, I'm not that. Uh, I don't got matrix vision, so yeah, uh, it's just reality. So, um, so we've gotten into that. Uh, there's two other weapons that are left that are considered less lethal and that's your pepper spray and your baton so with pepper spray your training can be lengthy two weeks to me personally let's say it's two weeks long seems excessive for something that all i have to do is flip a little switch and spray somebody in the face the proper way yeah 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 block the the overspray yeah um, so that let, let's just say it took a, a week to train that may. Okay. I'm going to get even less. Let's say five days. Let's say you took five, you know, one to two hour days mm-hmm. of training somebody how to use pepper spray. Mm-hmm. I think that would be, I, I would rather you took 
if it's two weeks that you trained pepper spray normally, you took that week off and you gave that week to ground fighting control tactics or mm. more time on your uh, your weapon, your gun training, your firearms mm. training. I or, see where you're going with that. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, so I, there's time. I think I think we put a lot of training into like the baton. If I, you've sprayed hairspray. Yeah, you can spray pepper spray. So I, so I get where you're going with this. Yeah, a, a baton is a baseball bat. Yeah, you know what I, I mean. I wish I'd have brought that thing. Swing that, it. That is, I and I tell people this all the time. I could not imagine hitting anybody with my build, swinging that thing, right, and hitting somebody. I, I just couldn't. Like in, I honestly don't know why I have it on my belt. But in all my time, I've never touched a person oh. swinging that thing with 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 a baton. Mm. Um. I'm not nothing against anybody else that has. Um, I just yep. have never found the opportunity or the the, the reason to use it. Right. I, I've I've done it at a, a, a riot. I, I don't even want to call it a riot. A, a kind of an angry protest. An angry gathering. Yes, people were getting <laughs> a little too close. We already had them out, mm-hmm. and I just was like, "Please get back! Get back. Don't right. I don't want to have to push you with this. Definitely don't want to have to hit you with it." I just I've used them uh, on dogs, and when I say that, I love dogs, so don't get me wrong. Right. I, didn't, I didn't hit a dog with it. Dogs will, beam. Yeah. in my experience, dogs will bite the closest thing to them. Mm-hmm. So I got that baton out as I'm running from one, and I I stuck it out, and he started biting that, which gave me time to get up onto my patrol car. Right so on. he's trying to bite the baton, mm-hmm. and I, I'm jumping up on the car. So that's what I mean when I say I use it against a dog. <laughs> um, and I've used it on doors and windows. Drunk guy in a car had to break out the window. People not answering the door, hard of hearing. It's you know nighttime, whatever it is. Use it and knock on the door to make it a little louder. I've used it once, so that was to break a window for a baby. That was it. To to what? To her the lady got out of her car. Uh huh. And she claims her car's never done this, but it it locked on her with the keys inside, car off. They're in the shade. Oh, okay. Her windows are double tinted, um, but she was freaking out. First time mom, so I get it. Okay. I'm right up the street at my school, and I hear it go out. Hey, I'll take it. Okay. I end up having to use that big old bat, mm. which it being that heavy, I still had I still had trouble because it was double tint. Yeah. And so that's the only time. I'm glad that I I'm using that thing is heavy. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I I don't. I don't ha- even have it on my equipment right now. It's mm. in my bag. I don't carry it on my person. The one thing I don't carry is pepper spray. See, I like pepper spray. I, I, a lot of people hate it. I, I, and I'll tell you why. It, I, I, I can already guess uh, why you don't like it. This I, is a major reason a lot of people I, it's For whatever reason, anything with lime or lavender, or whatever, it smells like pepper spray to me now. Uh, it, it's weird. That's um, weird, yeah. I would much rather get pepper sprayed and gassed than tased. I yeah. What? I, because it I, it didn't have any effect on me. I, so you guys, when you guys were the instructors, you guys told us the stories that sometimes there's the one dummy. Yeah, that doesn't as an effect. I'm that dummy. Oh. Yes. Really? Y'all didn't know that, and I wasn't gonna say that I was, but huh. they sprayed me, and I'm just like, okay. I'm like in my head, shit. I'm that dummy. Oh man. And I was like, I better start jumping up and down or something. I felt a little pinch in the left of my, I mean, uh, probably from the grittiness, not even I the, got the actual. Yeah. And I felt a little pinch. I was like, let's go. And dude, I was like 
robot and uh, Price was like, dude, stop. Come on, let's go. So I, but in training, the yeah. point of me saying all that is the very first scenario, me and my partner <laughs> do a stupid fake fight. Stop, everybody stop. Goes to spray and he's not looking right into my face. I, I, it may have been you that called red. You're like, red, like you tagged him like dead in the face. And I, and I, I was like, don't get me wrong. It burns when you get it out. Like mm-hmm. you, you, it's a really bad sunburn. And I didn't really care too much for that. But do I want to go through that again? Do I want to have it all over my clothes? Dude, do I want to? Uh, all day long, I will take being tased. Uh, I will take a five second ride, mm-hmm. which for those that don't know, Taser will go off for five seconds. Got a safety fail on it, yes. so it doesn't go longer than that. Yeah. Um, another thing that I want to touch on with the taser, it doesn't knock you out, guys. It doesn't. It's not like the movies where it shows you go unconscious. When you get tased, <laughs> that it's five seconds of like flexing every muscle in your body as the hard as you can. The worst cramp, yeah, times a thousand. But as soon as it lets go, it's instant relief, and you're instantly recovered. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The only outliers out there may be people with pacemakers. Mm. And, and underlying conditions, some medical, some weird yeah. underlying condition, which is very rare. Very rare. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, watch the movies when you see these people getting tased and they're like, and they're Boom. out. Like that's mm-hmm. not real. That's not how that works. You instantly recover. That's why it's so important while they're being tased that your support officers get in there and get a hold of them and get their hands behind their back while they're locked up. Uh, another big thing: the spontaneously combusting, combusting. Depending on what you've right, if you're covered in gasoline, yeah, that might, could happen. Yeah, and so I, and, and there's some old old uh, pepper spray out there from like the 70s and that's 80s. That's flammable. I that's flammable. Yeah. So if you're an officer that's never upgraded his equipment and has <laughs> still been on the beat it. since the 70s, you <laughs> may want to get that checked because uh, that flammable stuff Ugh. with tasers is dangerous. Now tasing people around a gas pump, never uh, suggested. Yeah. Uh, that's that. That could be a bad time for and everybody. It's something you never think about until it's yeah. actually brought to you. You're like, damn, I didn't really think about that. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. But. So, um, but yeah, with pepper spray and baton, like I said, I, I'm a big proponent of pepper spray. I like it. You just have to be very cognizant of where the wind is going because mm-hmm. I've been there when your partner sprays and he wasn't paying attention. The backdraft or whatever. It, the folks, generally speaking, when when you use pepper spray, everybody gets it. Yeah. And, and what I mean by that is I don't spray everybody that's in the area. I mean, I spray my person that I'm trying to spray, but we, we all get it. Yeah. Um, that's why it's important for officers to be exposed to it, know what it's like, mm-hmm. and know how to fight through it. Yeah. Because uh, it sucks. Yeah. It sucks for me anyway. Um, not a big fan. My but little it. mini panic attack before all that was the part where you could... Cause I, I've been places where they spray it in the room. Yeah. And you it, get that tickle and cough. And you're like, oh my God. Yeah. And and then being diagnosed with sports induced asthma, like I had trouble breathing, I guess. Oh, and so that was my only yeah, yeah. The, uh that was my only concern going there. And then when I get caked it caked on and nothing's happening, I'm like, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, you turn into a oompa loompa. Like, if anybody's ever seen somebody get sprayed with the at least the pepper spray that i've seen from saber saber i think that's the company mm-hmm. saber and uh there when you spray somebody it's it's orange i mean it just turns them orange and it's cake it, like it's yeah 
paste. I'm a big fan of cone. There's there's a gel, and then there's stream. Stream is very narrow. Uh, supposed to limit the exposure of everybody else in the area, but you have to be very finite with your aim. Right so like silly string almost. Yeah, it almost comes out like silly string. Uh, and the gel is slow. It takes a minute for mm. it to react. It's really got to get rubbed in there. But the cone is it's just a, you know, a nice, I don't know. just depends on how close you are. Mm-hmm. But uh, that cone just it gets your whole face. It's like it was manu- engineered to fit your face perfectly. Yeah, like, yeah, Because yeah. it's just like, whoosh, yeah. And you're like, fuck. Yeah, oh, that's bad. Uh, and but I've then been, it, was, it was like cool that day for us. The wind was good. Oh, this year it was then. a cool breeze. It wasn't hot, so yes. So Ugh. I've seen hundreds and hundreds of recruits get sprayed with pepper spray. I will still stand by the best things to help get that crap out is baby shampoo, like Johnson and Johnson's baby yes. shampoo, and milk. Get milk. It it I don't know what it is. Whole milk, whatever you want. I don't care. Just get milk. Somebody somebody yeah. added me milk. And it didn't like it wasn't affecting me anyways, right. but it was soothing. Like soothing, the milk yeah. is instant. It's like an aloe for your yeah, eyes. Yeah, it was yeah. instant. And then it wasn't until I got into the shower when I oh. is when it freaking. I was like, holy hell! Why is it burning everything? Yeah, else? burning everything. Yeah, it's and a so, gift that keeps on giving. It's about a forty-five minute, yeah, pain fest. But I slept like a baby. Well, that's good. Later on that day, it's like at least you did. It was worn out. I didn't. So. <laughs> Anyway, um, yeah, milk and Johnson and Johnson—that is the key to relief. Now, you, I personally, I put it in a spray bottle, right on. Because Smart. In, if yeah, if you got a uh, gallon jug and you're pouring it, like, like I said, it's forty-five minutes of uh, constantly, like you know, treating yourself. Mm-hmm. So if you use that spray bottle, it lasts a lot longer. Right it's on. a lot more controlled. Obviously, take it off a stream, make it spray, so mm-hmm. you don't shoot your eye out. But uh, yeah, milk's a. Uh, Big fan of milk. Maybe ice cream would work too. Give that cooling effect. Two popsicles right in the eyeball. As long as your milk's cold, I yeah. think it'd be fine. But yeah, so OC and pepper spray. The point, or uh, OC, OC is another word for it. Uh, pepper spray and baton. That training, I don't. If we're going to cut stuff because we can't make our window of time bigger right. and we want to give more time to certain things, two weeks of ground fighting would be a good bonus. Mm-hmm. Just that alone would be a good bonus. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, you, you want to get your guys comfortable. If, if I'm not that. mistaken, I think it was like they taught you the basics and then you did all the like the shrimping and yeah. And then you had this one day where it was just like balls to the wall. You found you went and picked somebody on the floor. Yeah. But like it was never more than that. And right. like, how cool would it have been to like f- have it focus just on that for like a few weeks? Like, hey, we're gonna focus on this, which I'm sure it probably was, but because everything was just so we were always moving forward, right? So, um, yeah, what what our particular the guys that I worked with, one of the things that we like to do is once we get you to a, a competent level with all of the moves, mm-hmm. then we have you what's called uh, slow roll. Or uh, uh, flow drills. I like calling them flow drills. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, you know, this is, we're going to go step one, two, and three. The bad guy just grabbed your gun. You get that wrist control, mm-hmm. you know, 
then you start doing right. your you start doing your pin mm-hmm. and roll techniques and stuff like that. So that's what it was. Yeah. It, it it's a progression. Yes. And you it was like the first ten minutes and then you moved on to something else. So right. handcuffing. Right. And then, so but So yeah. So it and then later on we will have everybody line up against the wall. That's and the then, day I'm talking about. Yeah. That was that was actually really fun. Yes, yeah. And it's it's your only job, we put you in the in the position we want you in, mm-hmm. and your only job is to reverse the, the position. Yeah. So if we're working on sweeps that day, I want your bad guy that you're going against, which is one of your classmates, mm-hmm. their job is not to get rolled. Right. And your job is to roll them. Because mm-hmm. in real life, that's what's going to happen. Yeah. That person is not going to let you roll them. Mm-hmm. However, you both know what move's coming. Yeah. <laughs> the bad guy doesn't necessarily know. Right. So if you can roll somebody that knows the move that's coming, right. then realistically, you're going to be that much better when right. you get out there rolling against somebody mm-hmm. that doesn't. So, um, and my, my behind, I'm sitting there watching uh, grappling and ground game videos before CQST just to get a leg up, man. I think, I, dude, seriously, I watched, uh, I was like, I know I'm going to get put in a rear naked. So let me practice how to get out of a rear naked. Shit worked. And yeah, you're can. so tired. Yeah. The pre-fatigue phase is, uh, it's phases is I critical. I was, I, I went up against a big Polish bear, whoever that guy was big. I can't remember who that would be. And I was, dude, I was so winded. And then they switched. They, uh, I had like a millisecond to breathe before yeah. Lopez jumped on me. Ah, uh, yeah. And I was like, you know what? I've never been put to sleep. I'm gonna let this dude put me to sleep. One, because I'm I, I'm not going anywhere. Right. And they're not gonna let me die. So I was just like, okay, let's see what it feels like to go to sleep. I tried to get off my back. Lopez had me wrapped up so fast. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And I was like, well, it's time to go to sleep, dude. That yeah. window goes. I can't wait till we get into the use of force. Yeah. <laughs> episode that we'll do right because um, i could i could talk about that stuff all day oh, man. but um yeah the, the controlled stuff so mm-hmm. putting your it, we'll continue with the academy training stuff right i think it's important like you're talking about to put your students through as realistic of a fight as they can do mm-hmm. and i i like the approach of you have a ground fight mm-hmm. no punching nothing like that it's just a grappling match yeah. on the ground but it's it's three minutes, five minutes, however long you want to make it, of you learning how little you know on the ground. And, and that's the point. Now, if you came, if you if you already had training or something like that, that's different. Which only like... Maybe one or two ever. One do. and a half people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. And even then, we know about it prior. Yeah. And, and we team you up with a more experienced right. grappler. So you're getting... You're getting, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a good workout on it. Um, and, and I don't I, know if we touched this, but they actually tire you out, yeah, before you do yeah. anything versus a f- somebody that's fresh, yeah. So yeah, so um, and then and then you need to know what it's like to get hit. Yeah. So we we box. We mm-hmm. have a controlled boxing ring and mm-hmm. um, boxing gloves, headgear, all that stuff, uh, and you're in there with a classmate, classmate, and you're in there with an instructor. A and fresh instructor. A fresh so. instructor. A fresh instructor that has Train. experience yes. in training, and the profession that they've 
used to fight in. Yes. So it's so not it, just some like Joe Schmo off the street. Right. So we're not <laughs> in, in the, and they're not in there trying to, to show off their ego. If anything, no. they're very humble and they're very controlled. And that's what you want. You don't want somebody in there that's just trying to, to just trying to get revenge for what happened to yeah. them in the academy. Uh, it's you need you need to know what it's like to get popped though. Have your bell mm-hmm. rung a little bit because your the point is is one us like I said at the mm-hmm. beginning, you got to have a purpose behind everything. And right. the purpose of us letting the 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 students get hit mm-hmm. is. We want to see where their heart's at. Did they just roll over and give up? That's not somebody that needs to be a police officer necessarily. Because the last place they want to get hit for the first time is out on the damn street. Right. And it's just like, yep. what now? And, it, and yeah, I'm not, so. it doesn't have to be popped to the head. If you've ever been hit in the gut, <laughs> holy cow. I don't care how you got six-pack abs. Yeah. If you ain't ever been hit in the gut, yeah. that is a nightmare. And yeah. the liver is the worst spot to get hit. Yeah. Oh, it's like a burning. You ever want to have fun? Look at liver shot knockouts. Just go YouTube that. It's 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 a I, good time. I don't want to say it's a, it's it's similar to getting stabbed, but it burns. Um, I wouldn't know. Have and you been stabbed? I actually stabbed myself in the chest. Uh, working tissue and organ donation. That's a that's. If we Were have... you trying to donate an organ? No. Oh. I was actually recovering. <laughs> uh, a long bone. Make this real quick, but I was cutting through the kneecap, and it popped through the tendons and went straight into my chest. I didn't feel it because the blade is so sharp. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, I I don't want to get too off tangent. No, no, no. Let's get off. Let's get (laughs) off tangent for a second. You were cutting a person. Yes. So Uh, my background is 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 tissue and organ donation. So I went from working in the office, working crazy hours, recovering. So are we talking dead people? Yes, human cadaveric tissue. To be implanted into other patients for, you know, bad backs, bad knees. You were like a a repo man for organs. Basically. Have you ever seen that movie? Yes. Yes. And so it's like that, but in a more controlled environment, you have, you learn aseptic technique. You're basically, it's the beginning of a surgery. You're taking. What education do you need for this? Dude, I, when I told you I'm blessed and I, and I was just, stuff just kind of just been handed to me. Yeah. That's another job. I, dude, I was so, so. I was grandfathered in, which is now you can go to like St. Leo University and get the degree for this. Okay. So I was grandfathered in, eventually became CTBS certified, which is Certified Tissue Bank Specialist. Um, like I said, you learn aseptic technique, you learn s- surgery protocols, you're, you learn... So I, I know the anatomy very well. Okay. Um, and that's my background. I'd recover bone, skin, eyes, veins, hearts for valves. What the fuck? From anywhere. You cut people's faces? For mandibles, yes. But I I never no one would ever really donate for that because for funeral reasons. Like with arms, they wouldn't donate the arms because they felt like it was going to mess up. But here's everybody wanted to see a recovery, but they didn't want to see the end of a recovery which we would reconstruct these bodies, these family members. Uh-huh. Um I hate I hated using that word bodies. It's family members, um, and it would like we never took anything. What in the yeah, fuck? Yeah. So I thought you knew that. No. Uh, Holy shit. So that's yeah. That freaky. How uh, do you? 
how <laughs> we're going off subject. I don't care. <laughs> like what? like how, it, just, it just turned into another episode. How the fuck? Okay. <laughs> Who talked you into being like, hey, bro, I got a good money making thing. Want to come help me cut bodies? Dude, Is that how that went? No. So I was, I was, ni- I was 18, just turned 19. Okay. I was an orderly at Harris Methodist Fort Worth, which is now Texas Health Heritage. Okay. Harris Methodist. What's an orderly? Oh, they're like, they clean up the rooms after surgery. Oh, okay. They, you know. So not a nurse, but. It, they're, it's, they're basically runners. Okay. Yeah, they do all the dirty work. I was eight, 19. I thought it was a badass job. At a hospital, I could only move up. Right. And so. Um, could be a doctor. You never know. Yeah. That was a lot of pe- kids' dreams and and uh, believe it or not, going in as an orderly, but um, you learn aseptic technique, but it's very like minimal. Aseptic technique is putting on sterile gloves without contaminating, keeping your hands at yeah, ten and two yeah, yeah, or yeah, ten yeah. and th- whatever, and uh, don't touch anything blue. That it, yeah, uh, just to keep from minimizing infection and stuff like that. So, dude, I could talk till I'm blue in the face about this, man. I, I I'm just I, yeah. I, I we didn't gotta go. Too deep. I'm just, yeah. how do you go from, I'm cleaning a room to somebody talking you in to cutting a corpse? They they remembered the two ladies that were scrub techs at Harris remembered who I was because I actually had a crush on one of them. Okay. And uh, and uh, she remembered who I was. Okay. So it was a shoot. Uh, uh, okay. Yeah. Continue. And I ran into them at Ridgemar Mall. They're like, hey, I think you'd make a good recovery tech, which is like bottom of the barrel, like where you start, where you actually recover. This is the one you have a crush on. Yes. Oh. And so I was just like, well, hell yeah. I see where this is going. And so, <laughs> okay. and, uh, so you were I, trying to, okay. So it, okay. It's a basic, it, it's the old story in the book. It really wasn't. It is. You got called in. I, I ran by, into him at the mall. Huh? I ran into him at the mall. Yeah. But you were talked into this because of your crush. I actually, no, don't give me that. Yeah, maybe don't give me that. I don't know. Because if uh, ugly Shrek looking dude tried to talk you into that, what are the odds? That's true. Are they as good? That's honest, true. Honest, honest assessment. I, I took that position. I ran with it. It made so many connections nationwide. I'm not I debating that. Like I'm it. just saying <laughs> it was the finer sex, the it, female. You know what? It was funny because she's my age. She was my age then. Yeah. Than I am now, if that made sense. Yeah, I get. And you. I was nineteen, and I, I I didn't care. I was just like, okay. She's like, uh, from Hawaii. Okay. She had that Hawaiian look. Yeah. They don't age. So I and I was smitten at the age of nineteen. I see. And, uh, but yeah, it's a crazy job. You got Mrs. Robinson right into yeah. <laughs> cutting dead bodies, sir. Yeah. So it's it's oh, pretty cool. How hard was it the first time? Putting a knife into somebody. Yeah. It's kind of weird, but I mean, after, after hundreds and hundreds and hundreds. I get so I, you know what? I, get I, I would go from, I would recover anywhere from infants to up right. to 75. Yeah. I don't want to talk about it anymore. I know. Asshole. You had to take it there. Well, I mean, that's, that's, it was to help other. I get it. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I agree yeah. with the whole reason behind it. But yeah. yeah. I won't. I, uh, one thing I hated, dude, is, is I hated. The numbers. Yeah, I hate yeah. it that they were treated like numbers. That's yeah. I, that's my only, and I've expressed that before, but I, well, I hated that. I mean, it just. I guess it's a religious thing. Uh-huh. Um, if you're uh, 
think that the the soul leaves the body and that the body's just a yeah. a thing. You know, it's just, but I it's it's hard to talk bad about it. It's, yeah. it's done so much for my life. I yeah. you know, I, I have that, and if I wanted to ever go back to that, I, it's there. Yeah. And uh, my I, wife doesn't like my idea for uh, what I want my funeral to be. Uh, I I have like this Viking. Oh, you want to be you want a Viking burial? My, yeah. Like, it doesn't necessarily have to be Viking. It could be more like Troy, even, where mm-hmm. they're on the beach with the pillar uh, and the coins on the eyes and right everybody's surrounded, you know. Like, that would be cool. Can we dress up like? Yeah, absolutely. That'd be badass. I just, look, I'm not going to be there. Yeah. I may, I mean, hopefully I'm looking in mm-hmm. and I can say, you know, like, hey, look at it. all these people yeah. showed up, whatever. But it's for y'all. Yeah. So I'm hoping, like, at least you can leave there with a little smile on your face saying, damn, Levine, like, yeah, that's you. Yeah. Like, that makes sense, you know? And my, my whole perspective on death is, because I've worked with it for so long, was mm-hmm. so different than my family members and my... So I almost got looked at as like, man, this dude's cold, and I'm not, dude. I It's just... Yeah. I dealt with it on a daily, and yeah. it was just like, you know, if... And I'm such a softy... I think the only time I almost ever lost it is when my, who's a junior now in high school, um, she was just born and we had a little um, uh, a baby girl, same age. And I was fine until I started cleaning her and wrapping her. Uh, I was like, I gotta go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah that's the same with police work, man. Yeah. Anytime it involves a kid, it's just yep. a million times harder. Yeah. Um, but. Okay, now that I see, it was a woman, got you into it. Uh, <laughs> it makes sense now, because uh, I just wondered how you go from, you know, I'm going to clean these rooms to I'm going to cut bodies. That's that's a weird transition. Uh, Not as weird as I thought it was, because a woman was involved. So Worked out of every hospital you can think of, yeah. the medical examiner's office. So, um, okay, yeah. back to the subject at hand, sir. Right on. Um, academy. Uh Let's move on to fitness. Mm. How many stereotypical cops have you seen out there with, they got that Dunlap over their belt. You're like, this guy is not chasing down anything but a cheeseburger. That's so hard. One of the number one killers of cops. Heart attacks. Heart attacks, baby. Cardiac. Yeah. Issues. So, um, again, we're very lucky. We have a very progressive uh, style department. Uh, you're required to take a PT test every year. Yeah. Um, and it, I don't want to say it's easy. I don't think it's the easiest thing in the world. It's easy for me because I'm in shape. However, comma, it, if you do nothing all year and you go do that, you're mm. at a very high risk of falling out. And, break, and breaking and, something. And, and hurting yeah. yourself because it's, it's, it's not a joke. It's it's it's, it's got it's not, some... and I will say this because I proctored it. If you at least do the minimum, I don't even know if I should put that out there, but you can walk it and pass it because I proctored it. Yes, but you have to have. You got to be in shape. You got to be it. in shape yes. to walk it. You can't just be. Yes. I think for us, the minimum is 234. Four, yes. Yeah, two minutes, 34 seconds. And he did it in 228. I walked it. Power in, walking. In, I power walked yeah. it in two minutes flat. I, I say that the steps portion, mm-hmm. I ran it. 
Yeah, because naturally, what do we do when yes. we go to steps? Yeah, I run steps. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I did run the steps, but I, I walked everything else. And um, I didn't think he was going to make it yeah. until he did that other th- last three quarters of the before you go into the dummy pool. Yeah, yeah. I was like, this dude is going to freaking pass this test. Yes. And he did. So. Yep. so it is possible, but you have to be in really good shape. Um, mm-hmm. It is... It, so our department is mm-hmm. not like most. Mm-hmm. I don't think it is a normal thing for other departments to require you annually mm-hmm. to pass a physical fitness test, mm-hmm. which is crazy to me. Um, There's incentive too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For so, us, yeah. yeah. For us, you actually get paid a thousand bucks, which I rather see that thousand dollars go into that jujitsu membership. Something that may cover your year for a jujitsu school, at least a year and a half. Yeah, or something. Something. Yeah, I know, man. So that's when you put things into perspective. Yeah, and that's dude. Yeah, and and just by that alone, if you're showing up twice a week, it's probably more in shape than you would have yeah. been. Trying to get ready for a fitness test once a year. I, you know what? I, but what do I know? I've been on both sides, right? You're like, hey, I'm just not motivated. Yeah. And then it, to, oh, dude. To, but it happens. We honestly, we have no excuse. Ever. 19 bucks a month at a gym. Oh, yeah. I mean, you plus can, we got gyms at almost all of our, whether it's, yeah, at locations all, are, yeah, are we sectors. have gyms at all of our locations. And they're, and they're not good. Don't get me wrong. They've got the, Basics, basic the basics. The basics, but but they, we still have. I try to tell people if you have a kettlebell, you the things so much. you can do yeah. with just one kettlebell, one. thirty-five pounds is really yeah. all you need. Look down right over there, bro. Yeah, yeah. it's my doorstop right now yeah. because I'm not in a kettlebell thing. I'm a. <laughs> you you've moved on. Yeah, I mean, right now I'm into just lifting. Yeah, um, I go in modes, guys. I I've done the the kettlebell workouts, the 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 Russian. I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but um, Russian kettlebells. Mm-hmm. I did the CrossFit, the HIIT yeah. training, and you put you have to you have cycling. To do things you have to yeah. do things differently because you're, I could run all day. Yeah, I won't lose a pound. I plateaued. Yeah, so I had to do something different. I mean, it's yeah. And so I just say whatever you're doing, have fun with it. Yeah, uh, I'm still having a good time lifting, and I'm mm-hmm. I'm heavy lifting. Like I'm not. Yeah. Which is, I haven't done since I was active duty back in like 06 or 07. But I know so much more than Mm -hmm. I did back then that I'm not lifting, I'm not lifting nearly as heavy as I did back then, Mm -hmm. but I'm lifting properly now. Same. So my uh, results are just as good, but I don't have to lift nearly as much as weight. It took me eight months to get back to throwing semi heavyweight around eight months yeah i mean that's from right shoulder hurting from football the last time i lifted that heavy like yeah. when you see a lot of our co-workers who are power lifters oh, lifting yeah. over 500 600 that was me back in the day oh never me and i and but now <laughs> it took me eight months just to get back to pushing 225 around yeah 265 yeah these guys are lifting over three four hundred pounds yeah and the stuff that you used to do back in the day, I was like, man, but I, but I don't have like the motivation for me was bigger, faster, stronger football. Right. I don't have that motivation anymore. Yeah. So it's like, 
why are you squatting over 400 yeah. pounds now? Why, yeah. why are you... Why risk it? Why are you deadlifting 450? Yeah. Four, you know what I mean? So That's part of my like, argument with a lot of yeah. stuff now is like, why do I want to risk injury uh, over a, a weight that doesn't matter? Because if I can, uh, if I can lift 225, 250... Yeah. I'm never going to get to the point where I need to lift something 400 yeah. pounds. I don't think so. Anyway. I, I've lost that where you almost feel like, oh, I need to be stronger than this guy. Oh, I, the competitive. I, the competi- yeah. I've the lost, ego. Yeah. And uh, dude, I, yeah. that was me. I, I was like, man, I, I want to be the strongest yeah. senior in high school. I want to be the strongest, you know. I, I'm happy to know <laughs> where my genetics lay. Um, I know what I'm capable of or should be capable right. of. And the only person I compete against anymore is myself. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's the same yeah. with police work. I don't look at me competing against you. I, I mean, we're all at different levels. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> my big thing now in in police work is what can I help you to succeed for whatever right. you're doing? Mm-hmm. Because regardless, it it's gonna make me look good mm-hmm. because I helped you. Right. That's not my intention, and it all ties into. But it all plays out. Yeah. And, you know, um, kind of getting off topic, but, but I mean, not what I was me saying, helping all, you helps everybody. Yeah. It, it, but yeah. it all ties back into training. Yeah. Like, what are you doing to practice to get better? Right. What are you doing to better yourself? Um, because it, it seriously, when, once you graduate, it kind of stops and it, it's, it's yeah. on you. Yeah. So at the Academy, you're working out all the time. Yeah. You're going, you're doing some sort of fitness every day, push ups, mm-hmm. sit ups, running, yep. um, pull ups, uh, whatever else, mm-hmm. CrossFit stuff, um, they yoga, tell you yoga it's, it's, I don't, I don't know, whatever your academy's into, yeah. um, it, it all benefits your health yeah. and, uh, health and nutrition are, uh, that's another thing in the academy. Oh uh, yeah. Health and nutrition. The 80, 20. Uh, yeah. The 80, 20. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Eat Thank crappy food 20% of the time, but yeah. try to keep most of the yeah. 80% of your meals clean. Um, I say so, thanks again, Wheeler. Yeah. Wheeler. Really? <laughs> guy's a genius. So, um, the fitness expectations of the citizens is that you should come out lean, mean, and trim. Now, is that possible in a collegiate format academy versus a paramilitary? Because that is a paramilitary mindset mm-hmm. is the fitness aspect. Yeah. Um, so now you got a balancing act again. Uh, the reality is mm-hmm. once you get out of the academy, you're no longer getting paid to work out anymore. Mm-mm. You got to go on your own time. Yep. You're going to be working midnights. Waste your own money. The most of your, your diet, unless you make your food every night for yeah. yourself, is going to be your only options are going to be fast food. Because as a rookie, you're going to be on midnights. Mm-hmm. So somebody gets in trouble and they look and they see the freshman 15. It's the same when you become a cop. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you got out of the academy, lean, mean, you know, yeah. working machine. And then. You know, your first four or five months, you you, you got a little bit of stress. Yeah, you got the stress goes <laughs> yeah. up, cortisol levels go up, um, and, and you you gain this weight. Yeah. And so it's some people end up bigger than what they were when they got into the academy. Yeah, and you know, it's it's a lifestyle change that needs to be for your career. Mm-hmm. Uh, and right now, the reality is is with all the other things that are expected of a police officer, how do you want them to balance that? You don't want them to work out while they're on the clock. Mm-hmm. Or do you? Do you want to give them an hour to work out? Mm-hmm. 
well, if you're working out, then you're going to have to try to maybe, hopefully you brought your mm-hmm. food with you, and then you're going to have to eat your food while you're working out, maybe. And you got to shed all your equipment. If anybody knows anything about Ugh. taking equipment on and off, at it's least a for a patrol officer, yeah, it, it's God. not an easy feat. And the females, oh my God. Yeah, I don't know how they do it. I don't know how they do it. I, if they got to go to the bathroom, they have to take the majority of their stuff off. Kudos to, to you, sisters. Go to I the bathroom. I, yeah, I don't. I did see a pair of patrol pants that, like, the back, the butt section opens up. It, like, unzips or something. And and I, I've talked to some other female officers. They're like, no, it's not. They're not like doing it, that, it, yeah. The concept is there, but the functionality just isn't the same. So they're just like, we're going to stick with having to. Take we, the belt off and take all we, this stuff. We off. have ninety nine. They got they they're every time they go to the bathroom, it's a ninety nine for them. It's yeah. not just you know yeah us fifteen minute ordeal yeah. minimum for Jeez. females officers to go to the bathroom. Uh, uh, so yeah, kudos to you guys. Yeah. So so anyway, fitness in on duty. I guess it just all depends on your area, where you're at. Some some citizens are like, no, you shouldn't be getting paid to work out. Mm. But you need me to be at a fitness level. Right. So now you want me to do that on my own. Right. And I'm not going to get compensated. I'm not going to get my gym membership paid for. Mm. Or I'm not going to... Some people don't live right next to a, a police sector, so they got to drive... Right. All that way just to get to it. It's cheaper right. for them to buy their own gym membership than it is right. to drive to a police sector. So, what is it? I'll be the the, the devil's devil's advocate here. I, it, yes, and no, and I've always said this because I, I just Stay turned close. to running. Yeah, I've always turned to running. But if you've got street, fucking go for a walk. Yeah, if at minimum. Yeah, yeah minimum. Yeah. Yeah, push-ups, sit-ups, pull-ups. If yeah. You can manage to do that at home. Uh, like I said, a kettlebell can get you really far. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I challenge anybody else. Can mm-hmm. you do the same thing repetitively? Stay focused. If, if anybody out there has kept any level of fitness for any period of time. Which is a small percentage of people. You, you, get, you get bored. You get unmotivated. Yeah. But if you give options, the likelihood of you continuing with it and sticking with it. Are higher, right? So have a higher uh, success yeah. rate with that. So and is I, I know both sides. People say, "Well, you signed up to risk your life." I'm just saying, <laughs> is it that much to ask for somebody that is out there possibly risking their lives for somebody they don't know to to help them at least maintain this level of fitness? Right. So just it's I like I said, I get it. I understand the argument of yeah. well, that's what they signed up to do. I don't disagree with that. Yeah. Um, no one, no one forced our hands. I get it. Yeah. But <laughs> part of the thing is, is if you really break it down by all the expectations, like I said, law, weapons, community policing, fitness, language, multicultural, 21st century policing, control tactics, crisis intervention, mental health, animals, uh, first aid, narcotics, driving, uh, it, inclement weather, um, knowing technology. Right. Uh, we didn't even talk about the tech oh, side I of know. things. I mean... Guys your age uh-huh. didn't necessarily grow up knowing how to type or knowing how to use Word and all the Excel and all these things that's required of you. Now, you're different. I get it. You, no, no I was going to say, we're, we're like one of the last few people that actually did. I um, Because I learned typing in high school. Um, 
learned about Word in high yeah. school. Learned about, you know what I'm saying? Okay. So it was like one of the last. Your school did. That doesn't mean all schools did. It's like it started with us. Yeah. And so we were the, like, we kind of got lucky. I had Oregon Trail. Um, remember that? I remember Oregon Trail too. Are you Sarah, died of, Sarah died of syphilis. She did, died of dysentery. Dysentery, my bad. <laughs> that's, that's the X-rated version. That's <laughs> <laughs> all the same. But, yeah. but would you agree with my opinion that most people that have these high expectations haven't done their homework and they're just kind of spewing out these, oh, they need to be this, this, and this, and this, without yes. actually educating in, themselves? In, in a nutshell, yes. yes. I think a lot of people that have issue have n- not taken the time to go see the other side. The LeBron and James I, syndrome. And, and, and I don't mean... Googling something. Yeah. I mean, actually going and doing a ride-in. That, like, yeah. That's one of the first challenges I give mm-hmm. to anybody that has an issue with police. Mm-hmm. Please, get with your local law enforcement. Or don't go with local. Go with another agency mm-hmm. so you don't feel like you have... Somebody's a, watching a, you. A, or, or so, Yeah, or yeah. you have a bias. Whatever yeah. it is. Go do a ride-out, a ride-in, whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it, with a local or, or another agency. And... And give it an objective effort. Right. Don't go in there with any expectations. Just and don't go in there and be like, I don't agree with police work. I want to come see it. Just <laughs> say I've been curious about this position for a long or, time. Or, or curious about police work. Mm-hmm. I just want to see your guys' side of things. Mm-hmm. And, and that way that cop's not on guard or they're not trying to feed you bullshit. Right. That's the other thing. If I know somebody's riding in with me that doesn't like police. I, I don't want to give them a different version of me. I don't want to be overly like sensitive. Like you're walking on eggshells or, kind of thing. Yeah, or, or like yeah. I'm maybe doing something subconsciously like that I, I wouldn't have done normally. I want you to get the real me. Mm-hmm. So just when you go to do a ride out, say I've just been curious and I pay tax dollars and mm-hmm. I just want to see where my tax dollars are going and just see how it goes. Yeah, I think I think that opens a lot of eyes. And then dig into your your police academies and stuff like that. Try to figure out how your local police are trained. Yeah. Um, I, I, I mean, I don't expect them to let you into the academy and see them mm-hmm. training or anything like that, but... And those are avenues you can take. I, yeah. I know I know a lot of these people are just antagonists, and they just do it for the sake of arguing with no real backing with information. That's why we're yeah. saying, Which, like, do your research. Like yeah. we tell everybody. I mean, um, to add to that, uh, I know for us, like ride ride alongs are discontinued because of Corona. Yes. So, um, yeah. but still, I mean, I would still call and ask. Yep. And try. We, uh, I know, our department has a citizens' use of force cl- class that we give, and um, it basically explains that you know they get to come down, mm-hmm. they get to go through some scenario based right training, stuff like that, and and see in, in a controlled environment right like why police do what they do and they get to see how they would react. Right. And that's just a small window. And a lot of times it's very eye opening. Mm-hmm. So, um, training expectations are changed from that point on. And that's right on. why when we're talking about going to the Academy and things like that, that I'm a big proponent of the ride in or hopefully your, your police department has some sort of citizens training that right. they get to see. And hands-on, because you and I both know, especially with our kids right now, the level of training virtually versus oh. versus actually being there and yeah. being a part of it are night, night and day. Night and day. It's, so yeah. I, I would 
I would challenge anybody that that's interested. Yeah. Just try to do some sort of mm-hmm. some on-site training with your police department or do a write-in. I think it solves a lot of issues. Oh yeah. But and it changes a lot of minds too. Yeah, for so sure. For you for you to be put in a situation where somebody pulls a gun on you or pulls a knife out on you and you get to experience that firsthand. Yeah. Yeah, it's controlled and but I mean it's it's going to raise your stress levels a little bit. Yeah, I mean, especially <laughs> with that shock knife. <laughs> yeah. You hear it. Yeah. Nobody wants to get touched with that thing. Yeah. So. Get electrocuted. Yeah. Yeah. But so in the training world, I just kind of want to sum up what we've talked about so far. You got your expectations, what they want from mm-hmm. their police department, what they expect these officers to have when they hit the streets. We 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 got the law, gun, your weapons training, your your control tactics, and then fitness. So we've hit all those, and then all the classes that are expected, and then the now, laws, the laws right. that govern police officers as well. Right. Yeah. So it's so just, you've got all of that, yeah. and we're talking that, like I said, six week to eighth month, eight month. I think that's the longest academy I know of currently. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would like to challenge anybody out there in that time frame. How much of anybody that's got an education where they went to school, let's just say it's a high school education, mm-hmm. how much did you retain of math? How much did you retain of history? How much did you retain <laughs> of these things that you did for a year? You mm-hmm. did, you know, for however long. Right. And, and we're talking one subject. Mm-hmm. Now, when you talk about police training, they, yeah, they went to school for eight months, but they didn't study law for eight straight months. Right. They studied it for a short period of time. They tested on it, and then they moved on. And then they went on to community policing, and then they went on to narcotics, and then they went on. So it, we're talking a few weeks, maybe a month at the most on one particular topic. I, I don't think the, uh, the argument they were trying to have died out really quickly because you ever see that movie, The Princess Bride, where he's like, you, I don't think you understand what you're really trying to say. Yeah. I, I can't remember what the line was, but because that was the only time I ever rebuttaled anybody, anything for anyone about a degree versus, oh, they need to have a four-year degree. Right. No. Right. And so my argument was like, okay, well, look at me. I don't have a degree. So does that make me a piece of shit officer? Right, and some of my closest friends are like, "Shit, you got a point." Yeah. So that argument is invalid. You yeah. Can, you can be trained a certain way all your life. How many four-year degree cops have fucked up? Exactly. So it's it's like yeah. I think I think it sounded good. Right. For the sake of arguing, but I don't think they really really thought it through. Right. Um, How many times are you out there? Yeah, okay. Active shooter situation. Yeesh. You've got a guy that's. Worked the streets for 15, 25 years. He's got a high school degree versus a two, three-year cop that's got his doctorate. Mm-hmm. Who do you want? Who do you want? Of course, the 15-year. Exactly. Yeah, so. Who do you want? Guy, that's got your back. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, I yeah. mean, I, that's the argument I make. Yeah. A, a degree provides opportunity and perspective. Yeah. I'll, I'll shoot. I, I, I I'll still want to finish my degree that I started... Yeah, back before that 2009 uh, laptop you have there, oh. <laughs> so it's, it's just been like a forever ongoing. I'm just happy it's, it's <laughs> still running right now and it's still recording. Uh, God, I need a new laptop. But um, 
so these these expectations with the academy and what you're going to get out of your officers like eight months guys think about that and like again we're, we're not talking that they spent the whole eight months on these particular topics that's not realistic yeah. um, especially if they did block training um, so when they hit the streets they've got to have time to, mm-hmm. to, to start I mean continuously practice what they've been learning to really start getting a hang of it and that's no different in any other job and I wish people were more accepting to that uh, it's just, I get the counter that it's like, but you're giving these guys the power to take freedom away, mm-hmm. to possibly take a life. Um, okay, I, I don't disagree with that. Right on. They do have that ability, mm-hmm. but it, we, where's the balance? You, you, can't, you can't set these guys up for failure. Right. And, and the expectations right now, I think, are setting up future police officers for failure. Because they expect all these things in an unrealistic time frame. It's just not possible. And if they screw up, they want them fired. The cancel culture wants them fired. Right. Or if they screw up bad enough, they want them charged. They want that qualified immunity to go away. So I don't know the answer necessarily. But I do know, I do think longer training, and I think uh, a more progressive style of training uh, where where it follows a natural flow and it continues. Whatever you started learning on day one, you're still practicing by day 365 or however long your academy is. Instead of day one through day, you know, 21, you learn this, but you don't touch it again until you get to, till you, till you're done. Don't get me wrong. Don't get us wrong. There's continuing education programs. I mean, we, we still get all kinds of, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. The training it, doesn't stop. It doesn't stop. It's just now it's on you to sign up for yeah. it, to go get it, get after it. Yeah, um, there's a ton of mandatory training. Yeah, I think mandatory. You have at least forty hours. Yeah, a year, which is pretty common with any certification that you have, right. whether it's a nurse, or your EMT, even right. my certified tissue bank specialist uh, certification. I needed forty hours of, yeah, classwork. So, and, um, and it, it doesn't. There's a lot of mandatory classes mm-hmm. that you have to keep doing. You got to keep doing your multicultural classes. Mm-hmm. You got to do your diversity um, classes. Your what is that one? What's the 21st century one? There's another name for it. I just the MHOT. You talking about MHOT? No, my brain just is blanking. On everybody would say, "Did you go do your block training?" I just can't remember what they called it. Wheeler was over it for a while. Um, oh my god, I just cannot remember it. It's not, I'm trying to think it's not of the social main one. justice. It's it's some sort of uh, anyway. It'll but, come to you. Yeah, think, eventually. Yeah. You got to do so many hours of control yeah. tactics. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to do. You got to research in your taser. You got to research mm-hmm. with your your firearm. Mm-hmm. Us, it's every six months on your firearm, mm-hmm. um, which is wonderful. I think that's awesome. Yeah. And we've got the option that every month an officer can go fire. I think it's a hundred rounds. Mm-hmm. Um, once a month yeah so you have no excuse to not be proficient with your weapon but we've got the money not every department does to do that so and that's not that's not even taken into the account that a lot of these officers have families they have kids they have after school programs they go to you know so it's it's yeah with all the training that we have to do not to mention the job (laughs) yeah 
And then you want them to be proficient at <laughs> ground fighting. Yeah. How, that's are you proficient at ground fighting? <laughs> that's like that's what you want to say. Or like, dude, look, have you looked in the mirror lately? But but, but you know. they're not a cop. They're yeah. Not. So that's that's part of the gig, and I yeah. I understand it. But you have to under it's perspective. That's all I'm trying oh, yeah, to give for sure. I'm not trying to preach. I'm not trying to say anything negative about anybody that oh, yeah. thinks cops need to have this stuff because I agree with you. Oh yeah, for sure. I agree. Cops should be proficient at grappling. They and most be. of us all agree that. It's not just like yeah, two dudes. Agree. Yeah, yeah. I would love to be, mm-hmm. you know, a black belt of jujitsu. Who would? What most these guys you know what would I mean? tell you. <laughs> uh, but finding the time, yeah. finding the time between that and mm-hmm. and being better at shooting their gun and being better at talking to people and mm-hmm. being better at figuring out who's having a mental health crisis versus who's acting like a criminal uh, um, or who's just high on drugs. Yeah, or, or who's high yeah. on drugs. Uh, so you've got all these different aspects. And expectations versus reality. So, but I don't know, man. What do you think? I think we beat that horse. Think we beat it? Oh, yeah. I mean, we could go like family, was uh, not family matters, family guy, family guy style, where, where they just play a scene. Like, it's so, like the, eight like, or nine minutes too long. So just, random. <laughs> just, I know. <laughs> Like the chicken fight, we should have saved. We should have saved the tissue and organ donation for that part. <laughs> Just go. No, off we couldn't. We could, we had that was happening right then. We had to, it stay had to happen that. right there. That that was live. That was not. I did not know about that. So you caught me off guard. The more so, you know, I guess. See, that's why I told you it's so important that we don't talk prior to the show starting. Save it all for the show. There you go. He's trying to have conversations with me, and I'm like, shut your mouth. Don't you open your mouth. I've diarrhea of the mouth. Yeah. I can't help it. I know. He's like, well, what do you think about it? I'm like, nah, shut up. Shut up, boy. Save it for the show. <laughs> I don't say that. I don't say that. <laughs> don't say that. Anyway. Um, okay. So that ends it for this show. Next episode. Um, let's see. We did uh, community policing training. Training. Do you want to do use of force next? That sounds fun. Or do you have something else you might want to talk no. about? I think use of force may be good. No. Let's let's shoot through. Because that's a bad way. Let's try for use of force, and then uh, unless something else comes to us, then we'll go for that. We'll change it up if we if we have a better idea later, because I have a feeling we're gonna go quite a long time on use of force stuff. So, yeah. All right. Thanks everybody for showing up. Thanks for listening. uh, Appreciate it. And you want to do the corny high five again? Love you like play cousins. All right. (laughs) Good show, bro.